are live. What's up, Concrete? Oh, not much. Wednesday. It's Wednesday, but I'm wishing it was Friday. Aside from that, not too much is going on. How's your week been so far? Long. The last week of the month always is because it's a busy work week for me, but um, I'm halfway there. I'm, I'm over the hump now, so you know. I know that's right. I know that's right. It's been um pretty much the same on my end. Um, just busy, busy, busy. And I have been. You ever just have those days or those weeks like shit? Um. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. And I'm having one because I just feel like I'm being pulled in a multitude of directions, and I'm just like I can't wait for Friday. I know that's right. I know that's right. Hey, everybody in the chat. What's up, Topaz? Hey, Mr. Edward Hyde. Hey, Ricardo. Hey, NJ Prophet. Hey, Moving Black. How y'all doing? Hey, Ricardo Rodney. Y'all good? Hey, Black people. Girl, what is up with my internet? I'm not paid to be you. <laughs> now you sounded like me over there. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate the support. Um, I think this is going to be a really good topic tonight. Um, I am looking forward to this discussion. Okay. Okay. If I can ever get my dog on internet to work, we'll be even, even better. Topaz, yeah, girl, I'm baby D. <laughs> I'm baby D. Y'all remember Friday, right? <laughs> yeah, honey. Let me see, honey. Give me just a second. I don't know what's going on with the internet, child, but we'll get it straight in a second. But anyway. Um, yeah, so about this topic, which is, let me turn down my TV. Um, it is, it's actually a question, and it is, um, does the Black community celebrate its own demise? I think um, we often hear that being kind of alluded to on various different panels, and we decided to just kind of discuss it and lay it all out there um, and, you know, kind of get uh, you all's take on it. Um, where do you want to start, Danny? Well, um, first we can touch on um, Kobe Bryant and rest in peace to him and his daughter, Gigi. Um, a very, very horrible situation um, that happened. I'm pretty sure all of you guys are aware of what happened, but to get into a little of the aftermath of it, um, the man hasn't even been buried yet. And we've seen um, videos and comments from other, uh, from black women um, talking about he doesn't deserve any support or uh, any type of empathy simply because he was married to uh, a Latina. And I found that so fucking egregious. It is absolutely ridiculous. You hoes are ridiculous um, because you would want somebody to, I'm not even going to say celebrate, celebrate you in your death, but to at least have some empathy for the situation. And the fact that 
motherfuckers are worried about where his money is going after the fact. First of all, it wasn't going directly to you. So that in itself is a thing. But, you know, you hoes are really out of sight uh, for even bringing that kind of shit up. Especially the man just died. Like, have some yeah. fucking sympathy and some sympathy well, for the rest of his children and his his black family. You know. Um, and you know, I won't get too far off into it because that's another topic in and of itself. But I do. I have seen um, some of the commentary from um, black people, and I'm focused. And I know that there are like white journalists who have made some egregious comments about his death posting links to the rape case and you know oh, um, focus like really focused on um that rape case and bringing it up and just basically trying to smear him as a person um and I, i've seen several and I, I and when i go into these um articles when i click the link to the articles even in the comments there are tons of white people that are just ripping him to shreds um but i expect us to do differently like i have a um higher expectation when it comes to us um as it relates to you know other people of our race like i've seen it and i've seen the comments i've seen you know the posts regarding him and tearing him down and you know it's the same thing but on a higher scale that they were doing to sean bell and um, Sean Bell had actually made negative comments regarding black women like there is absolutely no reason that we should be taking shots at this man like the, the tragic death of him and everyone involved everyone that was on the flight his freaking daughter was killed with him you know what I mean right. like, um, I don't understand how someone could even you know fix their face to say anything negative about this man this is an absolutely tragic loss to the black community we shouldn't be saying anything negative regarding um this man and, and his resources and folk with wrong mess and you know that's why we can't get anywhere that's why we can't move mm -hmm. forward i was sitting there and i'm like so a black man can be proven innocent or uh, the he was exonerated, or the case was dropped, whatever, whatever. Um, the factor of the matter is he wasn't found guilty. And so it's like the fucking nerve to bring all of this shit back up in this man's uh, is absolutely ridiculous. But now Pookie and Ray Ray could have killed fucking five people, and then sold not, drugs that, up and yeah. girl. Now that's the they white women that I'm seeing that are doing body. That's the white women that I'm seeing that are doing that. Um, you know, I haven't seen any black women doing that. And I'm seeing, you know, the white women pulling this whole rape thing. And that, what it is, is and I don't want to get off too far into it because I feel like it'll steer us too far off the topic. But um, yeah, they're, sure. again, finding another black man to attach to the Me Too movement to, you know, um, as opposed to allowing him to rest in peace with his daughter. You know, they are... Um, finding things to um, besmirch his character. And it's absolutely wrong. Like it's deplorable. It sickens me to think that yeah. somebody could be that disgusting. Right, right. But uh, there is so much hatred. Um, and it's it, it's just, it's, it's just, it's so deplorable to me. A per, imagine just passing away and somebody is like, well, where your money going? Like, God damn, really? Yeah, that's that's crazy. You know what I, I mean? It is. It, it's really sad. And it's um, it just goes to show where we are as a people. I mean, like, seriously, it, it's, it's real disgusting to me. 
Um, you know, and, and that's just the way I feel about it. It, it, it saddens me to think that um, a person, a woman has lost her husband and her child Girl. and um, she could even um, be impacted further or people could cause her further pain by dragging her husband through the mud. Like, it's just, it's, it's not right. There's no two ways about it. Girl. Oh, I, I, you know, just when you think that um, bitches can't sink down to a whole new low. I swear they, they prove me wrong every time. They prove me wrong every time. And it, it it's like, I feel some type of way to hear black men talk about black women the way they do, right? And I feel, I, I honestly feel bad about it because I'm like, damn, you know, um, not all of us are like that. But then when you get to a point where when somebody dies and you're starting to see a trend of these types of comments and it's like, okay, on one end, um, you want to penalize this man in his demise, in his death. You want to take that and penalize him, but let Pookie and Ray Ray get out on early release and girl, let's throw the barbecue. Let's have a celebration. Right. Absolutely. Uh, the, the the woman and had her sixth child by the seventh man. Let's have a baby shower for her. Um, I just child. Uh, being a race first woman, um, I am against dating outside the race. However, I would never, ever, ever, um, I would never, ever desecrate my brother's grave because of whatever choices he made in relationship to his relationships. Um, I just would never, uh, unless it was somebody that was, you know, anti-black and, you know, went on a campaign to tear down the black community and did egregious things within the black community that impacted us all or impacted us as a whole. Like, wh why would you, um, and the th you know what the craziest thing is, um, if the, the worst thing, I'm focusing on, you know, what I've heard black women say about him. If the worst thing he did was uh, marry a Latina, which, you know, they didn't, they aren't subjugating us. But um, if that's the worst thing he did as a person, then, I mean, you should be okay with that. Because none of the people that are judging him, like, you got your own mess that you should be concerned about. Instead of focusing on who he... Um, married and and you know had a family with it's just absolutely crazy but you bring about a good point when you talk about how you know um when pookie and ray ray or guys from the hood um they you know commit these crimes these atrocious uh crimes within the community go to jail and then there's a celebration when they're released you know what i mean um right. we're celebrating there's a big party a picnic where uh you know you know, throwing a, a, a big shindig for them um, once they're released. It, you know, make that make sense. You know, it, it, it doesn't. You know what? Um, and I thought about, you know, I thought about our topic and everything. And I was like, what's the pathology behind it? What would make us celebrate the worst of ourselves? What makes us celebrate this type of shit, though? You know, that's a good question. And my only response to that would be dysfunction. Um, that's the only thing that would have you celebrating things that are detrimental to your community and your people. You know, the celebration of baby mamaism, the, the celebration of thought life, the celebration of, um, 
you know, hookup culture. Like, why are, you know, like, you're thinking about, like, the Cardi B, the city girls, and how that is, that becomes, like, the, the, the um, seasonal anthems, you know, the things that they sing about. And it's absolutely deplorable. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I am embarrassed by where we are as a people. And I'm an optimist, so I do believe I'm just holding out hope that there's just a, a small glimmer of hope that we could, you know, come up out of this situation. But, you know, it's absolutely deplorable. Like, you know, for us to um, celebrate some of the things that we do in reference to um, immor immorality, uh, right. it, it is very telling of, of where we are and who we are as a people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so would you say that there is um, an increase in us celebrating our own dysfunction? Um, I absolutely think that there's an increase. And I think that the the further we get away from, you know, having a strong moral fortitude or having any moral fortitude for that matter, um, the more likely we are to celebrate dysfunction and, um, you know, deplorable behavior. You know, when you think about... Um, our community, uh, you know, there's a ton of things that I feel like we celebrate, so to speak. Um, and I use the term loosely because um, we, we, we condone some of these things are just things that we condone and we accept as part of our, uh, part of the community and part of the culture. When you think mm -hmm. about, like I said, you know, I talked about baby mama ism. Um, we, we almost encourage and celebrate toxic behaviors. Um, yes. I, you know, I, there's so many things that we are doing that are, um, detrimental to us as a people, um, you know, thinking about like the love and hip hop thing, you know, it, it this dysfunction permeates our music, um, our mm. TV, you know, it, it is not only celebrated, like this is what we're spending our money on. Like this is, we are, by watching um, the Ratchet TV uh, advertiser, more av they'll get more advertising bucks and they're able to make money off of displaying ratchet behavior, which becomes known as part of the culture. Um, and then I think that there's another sensitive topic that I find that we celebrate too, that I'm going to speak on. Um, I first want to say that I don't have any problem with, you know, people's sexual orientation. However, I also see that there is a celebration amongst Black women of, you know, homosexuality. Um, when I yeah. think about like, you know, Billy Porter, the Grammys just happened. So I always see a lot of women rallying in the comments, kind of celebrating his attire and yes, girl, and, you know, that all that type of thing. But um, I don't know if we realize that that is also something that does impact our community. It impacts our legacy. So to celebrate it and to, um, you know, kind of, um, make it as though it is a positive thing. Um, you know, if, if you, whatever you decide, that's your business, but I just find it kind of hypocritical for us to celebrate that and then, um, denigrate men who decide to leave the community in other ways, because in a sense, you know, those men are deciding not to 
procreates. So they're not um, helping to sustain the community. And we have to be honest about that. Um, it's the same thing with men, like I said, that are going to jail, they're, that are derelict in their manly duties. Um, if you're in jail, you're not able to partake in um, building up the community and um, building a legacy within the community and putting anything positive back into the community. And I'm not ignoring the fact that there are some cases and wait far too many where, you know, men are jailed for nothing and or, you know, false crimes are pinned against men. But there are also, let's not ignore the fact that there are like the cases where people are actually committing crimes and repeat offenders and, you know, look at the high rate of recidivism and people returning to prison. Girl, we can't ignore the truth either. Right. Because it's actually designed, I think, for our men to go back to jail because the jail is not for, um, the jail is not for rehabilitation. Um, the jail is basically slavery, uh, legalized slavery um, that's been put into place, especially for, for black men. Well, uh, jail is, is it's, it's a business. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. about, you know, they make they, uh, jails, prisons receive over like a hundred and something dollars per day per prisoner. It's a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, when you think about it, like you're putting money in their pocket by committing crimes or putting yourself in a position where you can be arrested for wrongdoings as opposed to, you know, being out here in the community and, you know, helping to build it up. So, you know, it, it's it, it, we have to recognize how um, the dysfunction that we see within the community is not being called out. It is, you know, being condoned. Um, there are more and more people participating in it and yes. it is tied to our culture. Yes. So why do you think we celebrate um, ratchet culture? And I mean, like the Cardi B's, the Megan's, the Stallions. Um, it, and it's kind of interesting. Let me just say this real quick, because I would say like when Beyonce first came out, when Destiny's Child first came out, I wouldn't necessarily consider consider them ratchet when they first came out. But at a certain point, they always kind of do the good girl gone bad uh, shtick. And it's like, why can't why does it have to go to ratchet? Why does it have to go to hood? Why does it have yeah. to go to street? Why why are we celebrating these things? Well, why is it popular? I think that it's really immorality. But um, to take it a step further, I think that for Black women, the celebration comes from um, the freedom that is, is wrapped about or being sung about within the music, which is by proxy uh, a... a, a um, a uh, you know way in which we are tying ourselves to feminism you know what i mean like they're mm. talking about women having the freedom to screw who they want to screw women having the freedom to do what men do and you know it is very closely tied to feminism and that is you know we've been indoctrined to to um subscribe to that and i think that that is a large part of why black women celebrated so heavily yes you know we can do exactly what the men can do and we can you know i think that that's my reasoning for um why i believe we we meaning black women celebrate it and then you know it's so interesting it's like women want to do what men can do but then complain with the same damn mouth now complaining oh 
we don't have any protection. They won't protect us. Why aren't they protecting Absolutely. us? Absolutely. And yeah. I always but, look at it like, have these motherfuckers lost? Like, if a man has to compete with you, he ain't going to protect what he has to compete with. He compete with other men. Why does he need to protect you when you're his equal? You you said you're his equal. I can do whatever he can do. I can. Well, I don't need to protect my equal. We're, you know, we're one in the same, you know? So we have to realize that and recognize that, that, you know, if we're talking about how much we want and need protection, that we can at the same time be fighting to be seen as their equal. If you're their equal, you don't need his protection. This is true. This is true. And then you notice that um, the money the money flows toward uh, the ratchet behavior and stuff now. You know, and I, I was looking at this and I was thinking about this. So damn near every female rapper that's come out now has been um, like a stripper or she celebrates stripper culture <laughs> or, uh, you know, if she's mainstream, it's some stripper shit happening, right? And there are no more uh, Lauren Hill types. And not to say that Lauren Hill was just very innocent because child, she got a story. But uh, the type of things that she was rapping about, you don't have rappers, female rappers, or even male rappers that are uh, pushed to the forefront when they have a positive message. And I remember when hip hop was positive on both the women and the men, or if they was talking, it wasn't, yeah. uh, it wasn't ratchet. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so yeah, it's I like do. when you and see I... the push, go mm -hmm. ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was saying, um, when you see the push towards the rap, uh, the ratchet shit, it just kind of makes you wonder why is all the ratchet shit being pushed to the forefront? And people don't really think a lot about the programming um that we receive when we see these things. Or yeah. We don't think about the programming that like that, it, like how it affects us. Um, mm -hmm. If you watch too much of the shit, like if you watch music videos and you on Instagram every five minutes, um, it makes you want to do certain things. Matter of fact, I'll give you a, a, a great example. Chief Keith, you ever heard of him before? Of course. Okay. Chief Keith actually said that his music raised the murder rate in Chicago. And wow. You would you would have thought it would have been a boycott. So I'm like, he says his yeah. music raised the murder rate. That's I don't understand why that is something to be proud of. But I do want to say that I I certainly understand that we have a unique set of circumstances in this country. I understand that there are places in which black men, black people, specifically black men are being locked out of, you know, certain sectors. Um, you know, they are being relegated to only um, doing, you know, heavy labor and things of that nature. I understand that it is more difficult for um, black men to um, succeed in, in certain ways than, than, you know, people of other races and other sexes. Um, but, um, I want to say that if you care anything about your community, like recognizing that, um, your behavior, like the behaviors in which you're engaging in are toxic to the community that you are helping to, um, 
um, you are helping to negatively impact your community and you found impact with your negative behaviors that you're engaging in, you know, when we talk about selling drugs and gang activity and things of that nature, um, I feel like that if you, you're still making the conscious decision to engage in those behaviors, like that's a very selfish thing. I think that um, when we talk about, you know, um, men leaving the community, I think that that is voluntary abandonment. You are putting yourself in a position where you know that it's a high chance, a high likelihood of you being locked up and or killed and taken away from your family, your children, your mother, your community, where you can do good. Um, you're volunteering to uh, abandon and or walk away from the community, too. That's another way in which you're saying, I'm not invested in this community. Screw this community. I don't care if it burns down. And, you know, um, it's no different than, you know men that are consciously choosing to exit the community, marry outside the um, community and move elsewhere. It's no different. I don't, you're not, you know, any better because you're staying in the community yet hurting the community. So let me ask you a question with men that saying, fuck the culture, leave the community. And then I want to get into something else real in a second, but what's the incentive for them to stay if the women don't respect them um, they're most like they they can be arrested for any damn thing at any time. Um, with uh, with higher chances of the law succeeding against them, like what's the incentive for them to stay if they have all of these things against them, especially if they don't have the support of the women? What do you think about that? Okay, so wait, are you talking about men who? Cho like choose to marry outside the race and leave yeah when they say they're oh. they're leaving the culture and exiting the community uh what, what do you say about that when they feel like they don't um, have the support in the chips are basically against when everybody's basically against them and i that's the thing that i feel like i'm getting from them is that they feel like the women are against them the jobs ain't really worth shit um the culture really is fucked. I, I mean, well, I think personally that um, it's not going to change. And like, if our most competent men are saying that, you know, the jobs ain't worth nothing, and, and uh, you know, there's a higher likelihood of me being arrested and the law succeeding, then you recognize the things that we in the community are fighting against. Um, I think that you know, as a person who recognizes that. Um, being competent, hardworking, smart, intelligent with resources, um, then it, it benefits the community for you to pour those resources into the community and um, help to get things changed, help to lobby and get things changed um, for our people. So that's personally what I think. I understand, like, I, you know, I don't have an argument for them saying they, you know, that the women in the community aren't, um, that they're, you know, um, everything that they don't want. So they're, they're, you know, matriarchal. They, um, you know, don't respect the black man. They don't uh, want to submit. They don't. So I don't have an argument for that. However, the other things that you brought about regarding the conditions within the community, I right. feel like if you recognize that, then and you have the resources and um, the mental fortitude to, you know, fight against it, then it benefits the community for you to do that. Um, this is what I'll say too. Uh, a lot of people feel like they did not help destroy the community, um, especially black men within this sector. They say, I didn't make any single mothers. 
I haven't committed a crime. Um, I pretty much kept my head in my books. I got my education. I'm getting my money up. Why am I responsible for fixing something that I did not help destroy? Right. And I don't like, um, so in my opinion, um, I didn't help destroy, to destroy the community either personally. Um, however, yeah. I'm invested in the community because these are my people and I don't want to see them suffer. I want things to change for them. I want there to be more opportunities for them. I want, you know, um, there to be a um, strong community uh, of people to rally around them in their time of need. I want to do away with, you know, gang activity and um, crime within the community for them, for the children, for those that are elderly and who have, you know, worked all their lives and, you know, now they can't walk outside after the sun goes down. Like, I want my people to have a fighting chance. Not everyone can afford to walk away from the community. Um, some of these people own homes within the community and, you know, they've lived there for many, many years. The home is paid off. They don't want to start over. You know, for there are a myriad of reasons why um, people can't necessarily just up and leave the community. And I want to help to make it better for those that are within it. Yeah. Yeah. It gets to be a hard, uh, wait a minute. Oh God, here we go. Uh, somebody, uh, Tom dark force ass out for a few minutes. Cause we we ain't on this bullshit and don't bring this shit over here. We ain't on it. Yeah, we don't get on my else. nerves. And to, hold Next. on to everybody who spoke. I did see quite a few people. I saw Art and Water Sniper and a lot of you guys. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm in and out of the chat, but thank you to everybody who um spoke. But Dark Force, we already addressed that. If you're if you uh, are really interested in knowing what happened. Um, go ahead and watch the last stream that we did, but I never left anyone out to dry. Um, you know, don't come over here starting shit like, you know, don't come over here with that. We're not on that. We're talking about a completely different topic. If you want to know what happened, check out the last stream or Kick Rocks. Okay. Oh, one of our guests is here. Let me uh, drop the link for her because I told her I would drop this link. Sissy, bring your ass. Bring your ass, sissy. There you go. There you go, girl. Um, but yeah, I, I like, so what do you think about us celebrating? Um, what do you think about us celebrating the hood? Is it really a part of our culture? Have, are we, think, are we solely responsible for it becoming a part of our culture? Um, Yes. And yes, I think that in a way it, it is part of our culture. It's certainly looked at as part of our culture, like the hood stuff, the ratchet stuff. Um, it's not a positive part of our culture. It's not a part of our culture that we should be so proud of. Um, however, it is, uh, you know, in essence, a part of our culture nonetheless. Um, but there are, you know, parts of everyone's culture that that's not so favorable. You know, no matter who you are, um, there's a part of your culture that, you know, that is likely not favorable. Um, so, but I do think that it has become a part of our culture, but it's not what defines our culture. And that's what's important. And we need, you know, and at the rate that we're going though, that's what's going to end up happening. It's going to be solely what is looked at when they think of black culture. Um, if we don't make a conscious effort to change that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like would be some good solutions? 
Um, I think that, you know, first off, um, we have to children. I think that our best bet at um, making any impact is going to be through the children. And I think that um, also we need our best and brightest to aid in um you know, building the, up the community. Um, I know that, you know, they are saying we out of here. We ain't trying to hear that. And, you know, I hear them and I'm not going to fight with anyone personally. I'm not going to, um, you know, try to hold anyone who does not want to be here. But for those that do care about the community, like, and we don't just need them to do it. We also need black women making a conscious effort. You know, I, I see um, a ton of successful black women. I see a ton of successful black sisters. I see a ton of black entrepreneurs, uh, female entrepreneurs. Like I, I can't even name how many entrepreneurs that I know. So we need them pouring back into the community too, as opposed to wasting resources. We need them um, trying to, you know, even the ones that have made bad decisions, we need them, uh, we need their testimonies. We need them talking to young girls and um, explaining how hard and difficult it was for them to um, get to their level of success so that young girls can choose differently too. So um, we need all hands on deck. We need everybody pouring back into the community in order to um, build it up, in order to change the image of the Black community. And we need to um, boycott or um, ensure that we are not supporting um, those things that are celebratory of, you know, um, ratchet Black culture. Yeah, but it, it's to a point now where it's almost hard, uh, hard to separate um, ratchet Black culture from regular Black culture because, like, if you turn to any Black awards show, right, you'll have Yolanda Adams perform, and then you'll have Cardi B coming up right after her. And it's like, yeah, and that's why, but you know what? Like, we have to be more vocal. Like, I feel like, yeah, we're on our platform and we're, we're like, where are the people, the groups of people that are launching petitions to say, we don't want, you know, this ratchet, we don't want our children seeing this ratchet behavior. We don't want our children being exposed to this. Like, nobody is stepping up and speaking out against the ratchet behavior. To be completely honest, yeah, that's a thing. And I see so many people saying that, you know, we're too far gone, but. We, we haven't actually made a conscious effort to be loud and vocal about what's going on, what we won't permit, what we won't allow in our community and fight right. back against those that are um, enabling, you know, the, the, this ratchet black culture to permeate, um, you know, our children and, and, and our lives and what we see within the media. Someone asked an interesting question earlier in the um, show. And I think they asked, uh, do black women like ratchet culture because black women want to be hoes? And that's an interesting question. That's and a stupid I, question. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't necessarily. Um, I actually think it's an interesting. I think it's a very interesting question because, in one sense, we would say, okay, women want to be really sugar and spice and everything nice. We want to say that. We want to say that. But if we hear of our girls playing a nigga, we like, yeah, girl, because these niggas ain't shit. Yeah, girl, do uh do what you got to do because these niggas ain't shit. 
And I think that's it, nuanced because I don't do that. And I don't have friends who like brag about playing dudes and stuff like that. I mean, most of my friends are older than me. Like they're a bit older, but like, mm -hmm. I don't celebrate women playing men. Like I'm the friend that my friends come to when they want somebody objective because they know I'm gonna be like, no, you did not have to do that. Like you cursing him out or you going off on him. Like that was uncalled for. Like I'm literally generally the person that is defending the man's point. So I think that that's nuanced because I don't do that. I don't do it, but I definitely, definitely know people who do. I definitely know who people who do. And it's like, um, I almost feel like women want some get back. And so when you see women, and I'll give like a really, really good example. Um, and I know a lot of men aren't going to want to hear this, but here, hey, here it goes. I take uh, the woman that's been sexually assaulted at a, a young age and she ends up being a hoe later on in life and she feels empowered by this wholeness and men, men still uh, flock to her, but it's like she has a superpower over these men because she feels like somebody violated her at a certain point. And so being that she was violated at a certain point, she gets to be whoever the fuck she wants to be because she was violated. And, you know, I, I kind of wonder about that because when you really talk to a lot of those women um, that that end up being kind of ratchet and, and being a certain way, it's like, well, this thing happened to me when I was a young girl or it happened to me whenever. And so now I get to do whatever I want because I'm getting back at these niggas because these niggas hurt me at, at a certain point. But then everybody everybody is screaming that they're hurt. And that's basically what I see. Well, hurt people hurt people. And it's not right. Um, it's very unfortunate for, you know, a woman, a young boy, uh, a young girl to be um, a man, to be assaulted. Um, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, because that's um, another thing that we definitely don't talk about. We yeah, definitely don't talk about we don't, that. But um, I, I just want to say that um, I think that if I were in that situation, if I knew someone in that situation, I don't believe that you can naturally heal from that type of trauma. Like you need some help. You need to be talking to somebody. You need to work through um, that. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot. That's, you know, it, it's absolutely horrible. And I, I understand that um, a, as a reaction to what happened, a lot of them, you know, do engage in promiscuity and yeah. all these kind of deplorable, different deplorable behaviors. But um, I think that's because those are people who are crying out in a sense. Yes. Yes. So are you ready to open up the panel? Yeah, let's do this thing. Oh. All right. So here's the link. And y'all come join us and come talk to us about the topic. What y'all think? You know, I'm seeing a lot of comments where, you know, people are just like, okay, it's too late. It's too late. And, I, you know, I expect that. Um, I personally am an optimist and I'm probably too optimistic, but I also feel that a lot of people in this space are quite pessimistic. So um, in all reality, it probably is too late for a lot of things. It may be too late for a lot of people, 
but it's not too late for the next generation. Um, if right. we catch them early, um, there's a lot that, um, and, you know, and a lot of things that have been done can't be undone, but that's why I'm saying if we catch our children early enough and, you know, we go back to instilling values in our children. I mean, you know, and um, Mugen was saying, this is the information age. You won't be able to keep your children away from the information that's out there. And that might be true. However, um, you know, um, limit the screen time. Make sure that you're watching and um, make, um, taking care to uh, ensure that your children aren't exposed to certain things under your watch. You can certainly limit their exposure as best as you can. I remember when my kids were growing up and I, they had cell phones, um, I had Verizon Wireless, so I could see what they were doing on the phones. I could monitor, I could block out certain um, sites that they couldn't go on and things of that nature. And more and more, um, telephone companies um, give you the ability to do that now. So, you you know, um, you kind of have to ensure that you're watching what your children are being exposed to and um, managing what they're being exposed to. Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the Black community is in, uh, what shape do you think the Black community is in? I think that yeah, I think that we're in a state of peril. I think that we are drowning. Um, I think that we are in, you know, a dire situation that um, we need things to change and things to change for him. If not, um, I I'm scared of what the future may hold for us. Yeah, me too. Um, hey, Tedros, and what's up, Kevin Paris? How y'all doing? Hey, people. Hola. Um, yeah, so as far as the topics go, I'm not gonna even going to be here for long, but I'd like to come on early. But I'll say that it's like after the Kobe Bryant incident, it, because even I had bright hope for everybody to come together, but I have no bright hope now. I, I don't think for the next community five years then maybe if you're being positive yes why times of this community in terms of youtube uh, 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 because every time something happens it gets more you can even see in, in mr fantastic's face today because he's gonna hurt for a long because for a long time because even when they do do good it's not recognized because it's like it's like, because at the end of the day, what are the nice guys going to win award is absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, yeah. I think that, Kevin, um, you bring about an interesting point. And I know, like, me and Danielle, we're, we're two people, you know, and I think that we are in the minority when, when we refer to, like, mindsets. But I think that, you know, that hopefully, you know, we can reach more people. Like, I think that, to be completely honest, I'm just being honest, I understand that we're in a male space. But I think that a lot of the women um, are having aversion to the delivery in this space. Not necessarily the message, but the delivery. And because we are in a place where we're attempting to bridge the gap, 
we're going to have a softer delivery. We'll be able to hopefully provide some understanding and or some clarity regarding um, the messages that are trying to be relayed. And hopefully, you know, some people will be like, okay, I understand what the brothers are saying. I understand what they're going through. We do need to protect our young boys. We do need to acknowledge, you know, um, the warrior spirit in our men and how wonderful they are and that they are builders and that they are intelligent and that they are smart and that they're all things wonderful. Um, so maybe some women will... Um, recognize that and, and, you know, start to try to make small changes within their own lives. Yeah. Can y'all hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Okay, so uh, good topic, by the way. I'm very tuned in. Um, so, first of all, let, I just want to uh, let's just, you know, cut the nonsense about, I'm not, I'm not saying towards you, I'm saying the mentality. Oh, it's too late. That's pure bullshit, okay? Um, it's not too late. Number one, we've collectively had far worse experiences. Jim Crow, uh, getting hung from a fucking tree, getting your foot cut off, burnt, black, and raped with, with no uh, protection from the government. We didn't have worse. I don't want to hear this bullshit, okay? This is 2020. We got more collective uh, uh, resources than any time before. We can, we can uh, get together, do some things. No, that's bullshit. It's an excuse. Okay, it's an excuse on both sides. On the men talking about save yourself, black men, black bullshit. Okay, uh, the women talking about divestment, black bullshit. It's pure bullshit. It's a fucking excuse to, to, to it's a fucking excuse to not be responsible and accountable for for uh, self determination and self agency. Wait a minute, Tedros. How is it? Can how is it that you can say? And and this is what I'll say too. If I was not responsible, if and and, and I'm just, I'll, I'll speak from a SYSBM perspective. As no, well. no, no, no. You, you brought up this point before. How how you, you're not responsible for the dysfunction? So why why, why do you have any stock in it? That's what you're about to ask. <laughs> I'm not responsible for fixing it. If I if I didn't do it, why would I be responsible for? Okay. More all right. More, more more black bullshit. Okay, I'll tell you why. All right. First of all. The, the, the strides that we have made, you weren't responsible for that either. You was just born into it. You was just born into a uh, uh, post-civil rights movement. Mm. Black and poverty. It's black bullshit. And that's just what it is. I don't want to hear that nonsense. It's fucking Tedros. nonsense. Tedros, uh, it's passionate. Oh. oh, well, hold on, hold on. Tedros. Hey, I, 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 well, I've got one last question before I go. A, a concrete. Whenever, yes. Uh, whenever they talk about issues that women go through and men go through and dating another race. Now, mm -hmm. when a woman didn't decide to pick you, then after you go for another race, because clearly in school, these educated brothers, they not, did not hang around the gang. They just wanted to do better. And once they do better, they didn't pick you. This is exactly what happened to Kobe. Because Kobe is the perfect excuse of an educated brother. That's because not exactly what happened to Kobe. Kobe dated black girls. He was he dating did. Brandy. Wait, 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 wait. When I said I don't educated, think Kobe was rejected, he, he, my brother. Wait, when I said educated, he was technically a geek. He the only thing he liked to do is play basketball and and did not hang around others. Yeah, but Let he me. wasn't rejected by black women. Like, I don't think that that's his story. I think that's no. a story that's shared often within this space, but I don't think that that's Kobe's story. 
Concrete. Well, so, so, yeah, so, yes. I'm hard with one day because we, um I've heard guys try to push that shit too. But we'll mm-hmm. talk about that one day. We, we definitely will talk about that one day. Concrete, let me help you yes. once again. Let me help you once again. The prop the problem is international dudes you got versus, dudes, versus dudes that are not international. Mm-hmm. This this is this is the whole problem. Dudes who did not have decent females to be around versus dudes who had the ability to leave those females and get around some decent females. Here's here's where I agree with what the brothers are saying. The laws in America are jacked up. People outside of America are feeling the same way about some of their women. Okay, great. That part I get. The part I don't get, which is what Tedros is saying, you're not trying to make moves for yourself. You're not trying to advance your situation. You're getting some erotic porn euphoria Mm -hmm. by talking Mm -hmm. about it every week. You're not trying to move to Montana where apartments are only $500 a month right now. And you can be surrounded by all of the non, whatever you feel, urban, non-urban. You're not trying to make any of those advancements. So this is what Tedros is saying. It's like, it's BS because as a man, you're supposed to be calculated, mathematical, looking at the stars, logical, But a lot of this, not all, a lot of this is lack of leadership because concrete grows. What do you say when you when when you uh, Antonio Brown and you can't even lead a white woman? What do you say then? Do you do 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 you save yourself from that white woman? What about the uh, uh, what about the many of the brothers who failed at Latin women? failed at Ethiopian women. So I understand the point about save yourself. But see, Pedro's thing is make some move. Now, now lastly, let's go over to the women. Y'all been saying this with Chrislyn Carrison for over 11 years. And Chrislyn Carrison still can't get y'all married? Shouldn't Chrislyn Carrison by now, after 11 years, have a plethora of white men getting on one knee? But what I'm going to tell you is, Mr. Research, it's documented that white men remarry. Go Google that. Remarry white men. Remarry more than anybody. White men used to marry black women at 12 percent back in 2005. Then it dropped to 8 percent in 2010. Now in 2017, it's 4 percent. But we'll sit up here and lie concrete rows to these women that we have some way to measure dating, that dating can be tracked. Oh, dating has increased. How has it increased? We can't even track dating. Dating is spontaneous mathematically. It can last an hour, a month. But but look at what we tell little little black girls. And again, this goes to Pedro's point. We rather lie to women. Oh, white men are increasing dating. Well, how how are you? Well, I went to OkCupid and on that site, but that has nothing (laughs) to do with That has nothing to do with the nation. So here's my last point to everybody listening. And I said this many a time. Latin women are the number one interracial daters in America. 
some of these women y'all think are white are actually Latin. They look white, but they're actually Latin. And they interracial date everybody. Second one is Latin men. Latin men, they, he, he look white. Some of these congressmen and senators that y'all call white, they actually Latin people. They interracial date across the board. Guess who's third? It ain't black people. It's Asian women. Asian women interracial date out the wooer. Then we get to the black man. So we, we create all these BS things to Tedros point and none of it's real. All of it's just to anger. And then when you bring it up, man, Mr. Research, you know, these women are flawed. OK, so join with me and do something about the laws. Man, that ain't going to work. So which one is it, brother? You want to change the system or you just man, they, they got to come to the table. So you so you mathematically want to keep talking until the women come to the table and realize they was wrong? But Not with then, these laws. Let me, let me just say this. I'm going to tell you why a woman should come to the table in regards to the men, right? Um, for one, I'll, I, I have never seen a garbage truck full of women. I've never seen a woman or women in mass build bridges, build roads, I've never seen women build anything in mass. So out of that thing alone, women should be willing to come to the table and it should be um, a certain type of respect for the men just because they're men, just because they, they were going to be the first ones to go to war. If we have to ever go to war, they're not going to come after the women and get us first. They're going to okay, come. Okay. That's a good point. Bear, bear, bear with me on that. I agree with you, but it's mathematically not going to happen because Ronald Reagan changed everything Jimmy Carter had for two parent people. Ronald Reagan says, you woman get to decide the fate of your children and this man, and we're going to pay you like you're a married couple. You, you woman by yourself, as long as you have a child, I'm going to give you the same tax breaks that married people get. As long as you have a child, you get to go to say anybody's name, Tedro's name, the full million dollar court system is going to go after Tedro just on the fact of what you said. You woman, you can now get welfare. You don't have to be what, what Jimmy Carter said, be a two parent home. You can be a one parent and we're going to give you welfare. So with those three dynamics, yes, she should come. But mathematically, it's not going to happen because white men have put these policies in place to make mm. this being not have to. You know, that's a good point. And I often hear like, but that's my only, that's my biggest problem with a lot of the arguments that are made here is that the black women aren't in positions of power. Like we're not the ones who have put these um, laws and legislations in place. However, we're the ones that are, that, you know, that are, that are being laser focused on as opposed to, you know, the powers that be. However, um, I do, one argument that I do understand is that why aren't we as women um, also getting behind men who want to make these changes? But I don't see enough, or I don't really see black men um, lobbying to make these changes. Um, however, I, you know, if, if I do see that, I do think that us as black women, that it is our responsibility to also get together with the men because we have to recognize that things are completely lopsided and it's that way for a reason. Um, that is to break down the structure of the black family. So if we care about the black community, care about the black family, we want our legacy to survive, then we should get behind black men and um, 
in their uh, aid to to make some changes um, with regarding the laws. I'm sorry, Concrete Rose. Isn't that what feminists started out to be? Equality? Wasn't uh -huh. that the whole purpose of feminism? That's was funny. to be was to do equality. But when I get on the college stage, and I've been on college stage debating this, and I'll say to feminists this very same thing I'm saying to you now, they'll get very quiet. And I'll say to the audience, see how she's getting quiet now? Because it started off about equality. Now it's morphed into anti-male, which goes to a lot of the guys and their point. And 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 somebody made a thing about uh, the chat room, but white guys are are having the same problems. The difference is white guys make sure they have money, disposable money to put into their causes. Men's <laughs> rights, men's rights has changed Tennessee uh, laws against men, California laws against men, and Chicago laws against men. You cannot sit back, fella and not financially support people who are trying to change the laws in your favor. You got to put some money where your mouth is. Now, that's absolutely right. true. And I wanted to make this point. See, with white women, white women talk that bullshit. But guess who white women voted for in the last election? Um, and I think they voted for, I want to say white men were 91%. I can't remember, but it was still an astronomical amount in comparison to them voting for Hillary Clinton because they didn't vote for her. And it's like, they push this shit, they push one thing uh, in the face, but they do another, a, a totally different thing behind the back because they know that the women aren't going to be able to provide, women don't make shit shake like men do. You know, because they have a vested interest in the destruction of the black family too. And that's what people don't realize. Yeah. I mean, come on, like they, their men will be empowered even more by ensuring that we don't reach, you know, uh, new heights. Right. Oh, I, I, I've got a question. I've got a question. Like my question is if the smart brothers feel as if they can't fit in, how are they going to help? Because at the end of the day, you first look after yourself before you look after others. You understand? I don't well, understand well, the question. Unless, unless you're a warrior, a warrior thinks about people and other stuff before self. Like respectfully to what you said, that is true. But a lot, but 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 let's let's take what I call flag culture, sir. Flag culture is even if you have black skin and you're from London, but you're a Haitian. You got two flags before you even consider your flag, your, your dark skin. You're not looking at black. You're looking at your group. So if me and Concrete Rose are both Haitian and I fall out with her, I'm going to say, and I quote, that's still my Haitian sister, so I'm going to let that go. I'm just not going to deal with her no more. See, when you don't have a flag culture, now you're hating the person just on them being human. You don't have that flag culture to give you a symbolism of brotherhood and sisterhood. That's my suggestion. Mm. Hey, 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 Mr. Research. Yes, sir. You know, you, you know when you're bringing something to the table, it might be education, it might be money, it might be leadership, but you still have to bring something to the table. Everybody I agree. Different qualities. Now, if that qualities the majorities do not like, you're not going to fit in. You're going to go to places where you fit in. 
So in practical, it's true, but it doesn't make sense. You're seeing it yourself. I agree, sir. I agree, sir. The only thing I share with you is that for ADOS people, because the flag was beaten out of us, uh, uh, I was explaining to my uh, mother the other day, uh, people in England were slaves, but they were allowed to be educated. People in England don't have pictures of pe- people having uh, whipping tr- whipping uh, 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 marks on their back because English people did not believe in horse whippings. And this is another reason why English abolished slavery so quickly. So, uh, uh, and then you look at these other countries, you don't have examples of horse whippings either. Uh, so, so you got to look at it from that point. When you see most of the slaves from England, 1700s and, and what have you, they're dressed to the nines like Englishmen. They're allowed to go to the school. Yeah, they're still demoralizing that slave, but they'll say, oh, Clark, isn't it funny? Look, he can recite a, 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 a Kippins. They wouldn't allow that in, in the, in the uh, Americas. They wanted them to be dumb. So a lot of people... Uh, were taught to hate Kunta Kente and love uh, Chicken George. I, I, okay, Mr. Research, I understand you. But what I don't understand yet, if we're looking to build for 2030, are you always going to go back to Jim Crow? How does that work? That's because... Be, 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 because... Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll make it real short. Because you've never experienced... Uh, most of the people who who tell us this, what you're saying, mm-hmm. it sounds like something we should generally understand. And some of us do. But I respectfully suggest to you, not having a flag culture demoralizes your great grandfather and passes down that demoralization so much that you just want to do just enough. And you never get to the mindset that you're suggesting, even though I do say your suggestion is more correct. You know, I don't know if I heard him correctly, but I do want to say this really quickly. Um, It's interesting that I have heard um, people that are from the UK that are um, of African descent. Um, I've heard, you know, famous people from the UK that are of African descent um, suggest that or, you know, say, you know, things like they're tired of talking about race, that then what a a ADOS, a foundational black um, American might hear when they hear that is that um, you want us to forget what was done to us, what our forefathers endured. Uh, in addition, there's further suspicion that we are um, well, you know, experiencing on, hold in this country. I, I did not say nothing about forget. I know. I said oh, no, that's wait, wait, what wait, we hear. Wait, wait, wait. I, I understand what you're saying. but I'm oh, She wasn't talking about you personally. Yeah, I wasn't talking about him personally, but I, even the words that I've heard from other people, that, that's not what they come out and say, but I want you to understand that how it could be interpreted. Look, look, I teach, look, I believe in self-accountability. Now, self-accountability allows you to teach yourself and say, I did this wrong, I did this wrong, but I need, need to do this better. Now, when you come with that mindset, things will tend to come in place. However, when there are negatives around you from other areas, it will not come together. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, let me give you an example. So my great-grandfather, uh, Concrete Rose, you know, you mm-hmm. know 
you got to be careful. Them white folks going to get you. You can't, you know, girl, if you try to succeed and then Concrete Rose have children, Concrete Rose tells her children, you know, you can't go over into them white areas. You can't, you, you, you can't build your own business. And then those, those children will sit up here and try to go against what Concrete Rose, example, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And mm-hmm. then they get, they, they get just killed on site and nobody does nothing. And then all the other blacks say, see, See, the law can't help us. Let's just stay in our area. Yeah. And then when we finally get to the 70s and we're doing well, people get drug addicted. Mm. Nobody helps. And mm-hmm. then we finally come out of that. Clinton says, you know what? I can make money putting people in jail. Mm-hmm. Let me create the uh, Patriot Act mm-hmm. that uh, Bush, Bush created and let me do private jails. Mm-hmm. And uh, Three strikes and law. And- yeah. Mm-hmm. And now finally we get to the 2000s and people say, after you've been through all of that mind messed up stuff, y'all should just realize you can be Alexander the Great. Yeah, and that's my point. And I understand that, you know, our experience is unique and they may not have full understanding. Um, And it's hard, like if you haven't, for example, um, if you haven't been, sexually abused it's hard to understand the trauma that someone has been who has been sexually abused endures um even years after the fact 30 40 years after the fact and just imagine if that person that was abused is is still living in the home with the abuser and the abuser is still taunting her and is still doing things to show that he's empowered so you know uh, i know that that i wasn't implying that that's what you were trying to say kevin um i was just saying when people um, who um, have not expe- had the same experiences say certain things, how it can be perceived or how it can be taken. Well, let me let Tedros in, not Tedros, excuse me, Benjamin D'Souza. Hey, Benjamin, what's going on, man? Ladies, peace. Um, I want to speak on a few things. Uh, first off, I find it kind of strange that the majority of Black people, ADOS people here, have Welsh last names. Um, um, hold on, um, hold on, hold on. So why is coming in? I don't think he's marked up. Brother, can can you hear? We can sister? hear him. You might have to go out and come back in, Kevin. Oh, can yeah, hear him. Yeah, sometimes uh, StreamYard messes up. You got to restart your browser. Okay. Okay. So like I was saying, I find it kind of strange that the majority of uh, to address what um, Tesseract was saying, for Asgard, um, as far as the whole Jim Crow and all that other stuff, you know, we've been through so much and we overcome so much. Look, we used to do worse things to white vassals back in the days of antiquity. So, in my opinion, that's just the pendulum swinging back around to us. Another thing, as far well, as which country was that? That's what I'm. Well, I don't understand what you're referring to. Could yeah, I'm, clear, I'm big on history. That? Which country was that? Are, are you talking about the Moors? I'm going to continue with my point. Okay, um, no problem. I, I was just asking. Thank you, sir. Um, as far as the SYSBM divestment and passport bros and all that other stuff is concerned, pay very close attention to what I'm about to say because you know if I can channel my inner Jason Black, I am the first one, the first one, the first one to enter this into the lexicon of the discussion as far as the black manosphere is concerned. And that is in biology and genetics terms, um, the bottleneck effect and the founder's effect. 
just to give you a quick breakdown, the bottleneck effect is when a disaster befalls a population and decreases its numbers. And then the remaining population of that disaster uh, surviving cohort repopulates. The founder's effect is when a small portion of a larger group goes off to a um, another area, i.e. the British leaving England or a portion of them and coming over here and founding the 13 colonies. What we got going on today in black America is a two pronged uh, example of that, of the bottleneck effect and the founder's effect at the same time. You got certain ills and disasters that befall us, which decrease our numbers. And then you got small portions of us that saying, man, fuck this shit, we're out. So it's not over necessarily. The current iteration of the black community is finished. But I surmise that within the next 50 to 100 years, what you'll see is a different black America that may look a tad bit different phenotypically, but for the most part, we'll still be the same people who we always were. Yeah, that, that, um, that's interesting. I mean, that concerns me. Um, if I, if I'm reading you correctly, but, um, I've seen, you know, I think it was time magazine did a, um, a article on what, you know, the U S as a whole will look like in X amount of years or something like that. Um, I, when you say that, I, my concern is that um, more and more black people are taking on like more like liberal ideologies and they seem to be moving further and further away from um, our history. Like they have no knowledge of it. And also they're more apt to uh, conveniently forget um, a lot of the things that we've endured. So when I think about, you know, 50 to 100 years and what that might look like for us as a people, I feel like if there's no hope for the current Black community, that it's more than likely that, you know, that will be the case, that they'll forget about, you know, the atrocities that we faced and, you know, kind of embody this whole kumbaya spirit. Well, well, well here's, here's the thing, Concrete, is that the, current, the, the Black community will not die. We've been here in this hemisphere on these lands for thousands of years, you know, aside from what other people may think. But what I'm saying is, as far as the bottleneck and the founder's effect is concerned, I brought this point up on another panel a couple of days ago concerning um, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, and his daughter, rest in peace. In certain, in certain psychology, they speak about how a, um, I think it's Freudian, if not, if I'm not mistaken, but that how certain, like the, the, the male child will be somewhat attracted to the mother child, I mean, to the mother, and then the, the female child will be somewhat attracted to the father. Yeah, that's Freud. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So, so with that said, you know, as far as Kobe Bryant is concerned, this is just me because he has all girls. You know, I think he still has like two daughters or whatever. But Three. yeah, yeah, two daughters left now. That's what I'm saying. But, Three left living. He just had oh, a new baby too. Okay, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Okay, well, big up to him. Congratulations. But what I'm saying is, is he was such an impactful um, pillar within his daughter's lives. I, I, it wouldn't be too far off to maybe speculate that down 
the line in the future, those whom he had an impact on, his daughters whom he had an impact on, they may be attracted to the certain uh, archetype. So his grandchildren, oh, okay. may, in, yeah, his grandchildren may in fact swing back around the, the way. Can I? But is that that's your brother like like Patrick Mahomes, who had a white mother? Well, he may go in the other direction, but you know. Oh, what do you oh, think wait, about that? That's interesting, and that is um, something definitely to consider. Um, you know. Um, it, it, and you know who knows? I hope, hopefully, because that is my concern. That you know, um, I don't. I'm not concerned about there not being a. And I don't. I'm assuming that you don't subscribe to this ideology, but an ADOS um, uh, um, group on this continent. Um, but I do have concern that you know, will be whitewashed so to speak uh, wait. and you know uh, okay. kind of... uh, wait, ahead, so, so basically SY hello SBM is basically saying Mr. Research ADOS no no somebody else no, um, is oh, going to decrease is speaking right now now I can't hear him I'm going to go out and come back in okay go, go ahead sir so, so basically SYSBM saying that ADOS Black men and women is going to decrease over the next coming years. There will still be black couples, but eight black Americans, men, and black American females will decrease year by year by year. However, there will still be black couples. I think that's basically what they're trying to say. Sister Joyce, can can I address one thing real quick, just about my history? Um, uh, N.J. Prophet, sir my grandmother who is from the mississippi river valley she told me that we are the descendants of choctaw are you calling my grandmother a liar sir hey i'm also yes. choctaw so uh hello brother shout out peace shout out to you well, yeah i'm sorry cool y'all some indians up in here okay i'm a big well, you know <laughs> uh, uh let me let me say this though um so Here's here's the only part, and I was waiting for uh, concrete to come back. But but here's the only part. I just suggest everybody in the chat room, and I'm speaking about the chat room. Google, when you look at Northern Africa and how black it used to be, when you look at how it is now, where Arabs are beating dark-skinned men in the streets. Yeah, there still will be black people, but will they be in enough power to defend themselves? When you got men in Cameroon, 2020, running from their own country because Arabs are trying to make them slaves, facts. Yes, there are black people, but will they be in power to defend themselves? I'm glad you back Concrete Rose. I wanted to make this point. Okay. When you look at the fact, because I'm big on history, when you look at the fact that phenotype was created by the Greeks just so they can have some play with the light-skinned Africans, there was no word phenotype mm -hmm. in the time of Ramesses II, Akubalan, none of that. Sam script, Sam, none of the Sam scripts had this word phenotype. Greeks were allowed to come. 
What I, relevance I thought you said I thought you said earlier you wanted me to be quiet so you can make your point. Did I not do that no, for I just, you? I just would like yeah, I would just okay. like some clarification. I just want well, to well, let him finish. I tried to ask you the same thing. You said, let me make my point. Okay. Can you extend me the same courtesy? Okay. Yes, sir. So so what 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 happens is is that Italy was the only place you saw white folks. Spain wasn't even like that. Because the the ancestors, the great grandfather of uh, Hannibal the Great, had already occupied Spain. So my point in saying all this, all this area was black. These white folks came in. Mm -hmm. They they came in. They started spreading. They created the Great War at that time. They worked from two fronts, and then once the Greeks came to power, they wiped out the uh, black Grecians. And you know there were dark-skinned Black Grecians because all you got to do is go Google Black Greek pottery and you see all of the artwork with Black faces on it. But once they wiped them out, now in 2020, and this goes to Concrete Rose's point about whitewash, people who are not Black and dark-skinned control everything from the lower part of Macedonia all the way to Libya. Just proves concrete point. That that mm -hmm. was my point. Good information. Thank you, Mr. Research. Okay, we got Ox um Onyx Sentinel. What's up? What's going Onyx. on? Okay. Welcome. Okay. What do you have to contribute uh, to the conversation? Is it what do you think about um basically the topic and we've kind of you know talked about a, a variety of things up here but i don't know if we got a direct answer from the fellows regarding if they think we celebrate um the demise or um dysfunction within within the black community absolutely to answer yes. your question absolutely yes do so do y'all think it's an even thing where black men what happened? What did you say, uh, sister George? I was saying, do y'all think um, it's an even thing? Like, do y'all think that we all celebrate the demise, or do y'all think? Um, because I feel like ratchet culture has been mixed in with the regular culture of Black people, and so I feel like it's celebrated from all sides, not just the the men. Excuse me, not just the women, but also the men. What do y'all think about that? I agree with that because within ratchet culture, it gives a lot of leeway for people to do what they want to do. The guys want to have sexual access without living up to the standard, the burden of um, patriarchy and masculinity. And the women want to be able to siphon resources from the guys without living up to a feminist standard. So they both Very champion well the same thing. Yeah. Very well. Okay. That's it in a nutshell. Because respectfully to his point, communities require order, and um, who is that? Our, oh, yeah, brother. Can you um? Hold on, I'm getting some lag. Give me one second. I'm sorry. Okay, no problem. So, so to to his point, when we did have some decorum, some level of excellence, you feel me? Mm -hmm. It was shut down by the ratchet side. It was shut down by the just enough people. And we used to want to be managers. We used to want to be owners. 
Now we're happy being renters. Now we're okay with just punching in and, and, and doing a clock. But like I try to share with people all the time, that's that get the bag mentality. It's only going to last for five or 10 years. Then you're going to be faced with the fact that while you was getting the bag, family minded people were trying to secure a legacy. And now that you're older, 30, 40, 50, 60, now you can't get in. Mm. You know what? You bring about a good point, Mr. Research. Um, the point being that um, there's always been an element of our people that's been ratchet or uncouth. But I remember, well, I don't remember, but I know that there was a time in our culture where that behavior didn't go unchecked. You know what I mean? That there were um, the majority of our people um, recognized that for what it was. And you were, you know, shamed or you were um, looked found upon if you engaged in that type of thing. Can I well, speak well, just one last well, thing? Well, well. One last thing, and I'm about, I'm about to hop off because I got to get back to work. Just to speak to uh, what Mr. Research was saying, just to build on that a little bit. Um, the And shout out to MOT. The unproductive cohort amongst us has outbred the productive cohort amongst us. Mm, so, so, interesting. Like I, so like I said, to counteract that, there needs to be a bottleneck effect and a founder's effect to offset this because we're just at this point we're just overrun with ratchet and just derelict men that is a very good point very interesting and if you think about it just from a base level um the unproductive portion of our population what more do they have to do than make babies and you know lay on their back and you know what i mean that's a very interesting point something um that we may explore further at another um at another time well, let me ask Joyce so this. I, I have a question real fast. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so unproductive people are reproducing at a rate faster than productive people. It, it kind of gets to a point where it's just like, okay, how do you control this situation? And, you know, this this gets down to like a dark rabbit hole of, you know, are, should people, certain people not be able to have children, you know, regarding if it's... Um, they have poor morals or if they don't have the funds to necessarily uh, provide for children? The children is not oh, the issue. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. I, I disagree uh, with that. I, I absolutely disagree with that. Um, let me just say this. What you disagree with, Danny? He said that the children are not the issue. I think that the children are the issue because if you're steadily bringing kids into um, situations where it's not a two-parent household and the culture of uh, single mothers tend to be ratchet. I hate to say that because I'm a single mother also, but the culture tends to be ratchet. If you are a woman having multiple kids by multiple men and you're steadily bringing children into this situation, that's a big part of the problem because there's no male leadership. Um, they're under a woman's rule. So it's like you're still creating um, another problem after another problem after another problem. And then we get to looking for other men to step in to help us when they can't even get the men that they had the kids with to, to be supportive of them. So I sure. think that's a, that's a big problem within our community. I think I think, you, mis I think you misheard me. I, I, I'm, I'm saying, oh, like, I'm for, yeah, for individual. No, it's fine. For individuals who keep on bringing these children in, right? Like, should the government step in and be like, "Look, you're having too many children that you can't afford. Um, 
we have to tie your tubes, you know, like it, it, it kind of seems like that's like what solutions are there? I, we, <clears> throat> 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 I don't throat> think that. Hold on, Kevin. I don't think that we can rely on the government to do it. I think that um, the government um, d has no interest in ensuring that our community is strong. Um, and in, in addition, we can't hold we can't um, in, include something in the vaccines that they're injecting into them. So I, I think that, you know, I mean, hypothetically, yeah, it would be great if we could do some sort of population control. Um, however, um, I don't want us as a people to die out. So I kind of um, kind of um, waver on that point. But I think that to me and I'll, um, I think that our best chance is basically to um, to impact the children, to uh, engage the children, not to, to to leave the children to the wolves because they're going to become unproductive and they'll produce more unproductive people. So I think that our best bet is basically, you know, focusing on the children of that that are being produced. Joyce, if I can get, wait, wait, wait. go ahead, sir. You've been waiting. Go ahead. And who is doing? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you want a solution. The solution is arranged marriage. So the solution arranged is marriage. Arranged marriage. Oh, this country's too liberal for that. It's way too liberal now. It's like <laughs> yeah, past yeah, that yeah. point, and that's what I'm saying. It's okay, Go baby D. Baby D, look. Let me if if I can get women to help men's rights undo what Reagan did, everything would be equal to each gender. Back in the 1700s, we had Victorian law. No matter what type of man it was, when the child turns 12, 13, the law in America was you have to give this child over to the father, whether you was with him or not. That's okay. why we're so you well, think well, that my point is saying that my point is saying that is because Jimmy Carter and, and President Ford had it to where we're not going to assist people who are not married. You're on your own. And to, and to his question, that lets women know back in the radio days, I'm not just trying to sleep with you and get pregnant. I get pregnant. I'm stuck. I'm not going to do that. I need to get with only people who have standards, which goes to my UK brother's point. I'm only getting, and when I do have an illegitimate child, it's horrific. I need to do something about that because the government isn't going to help me. When Reagan came in and said, it's okay that you have illegitimate children because I want them in the military anyway. It's okay that you go against the father. I'm going to create laws to help you. 1986 Welfare Reform Act, everything I just said is written in the in, in the policy. So this is what I'm saying. If we undo simply what Reagan did with his 1986 Welfare Reform Act and having single people be able to get the benefits of a married couple tax-wise, those two things alone will give the Black community everything it wants to because now people are going to realize, hey, look, I can't just be having stuff willy-nilly and expect the government to take care of me. Last point, you guys have seen videos on YouTube where little young girls have said, I get pregnant and I, and I go get some money. We got to stop that mentality, but mm -hmm. we need the women to help us stop that mentality. Can't be just the brothers' voices. 
Is there no concern over when you think about the fact that we're less than 15% of the population, like the, 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 um, if we did some sort of population control, our numbers are only going to decrease and we'll have even less, uh, ability to impact change. No, we'll probably have more control. No. It's easier to control. If we're a smaller, a smaller population. quality will go up. Yeah, that exactly. That yeah. So every, I mean, every place in every place in history, Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, where blacks separated themselves from the just enough blacks, they thrive. Then the white people came along and killed them. Well, to me, that that is what I want, you know, and I know that, you know, that's far fetched. But to me, I think that that would make the most sense if um, productive black people, you know, created their own communities. Um, you know, I think that that would be our best chance at um, uh, rebuilding our community, so to speak. Got any, uh, you know. Got to stop white people from killing them every 30 years. Every yeah. 30 years yeah. they do it. White people come along and kill them, or they come along and use some law to take everything away from them. That's a good point because I used to be in a Get, wait a minute, wait a minute. Get Xavier Nathaniel's stupid ass out of here. Don't come over here being disrespectful. You keep that shit somewhere else. Um, I used to be in a group on Facebook and we were doing like a lot of researching and like it, it, it's it's a very doable thing. But you bring about a good point that, you know, the government will enact some sort of um, law or something to take everything and or, you know, there would be another situation um, like what happened in Tulsa. So, um, you know, there are cities, especially in the South, like you could buy a little town for a few hundred thousand dollars. And there's some dilapidated towns, so they need like a lot of work, but we have resourceful people who are extremely intelligent and, you know, know how to work with their hands. It's not an impossible feat to accomplish, but to maintain it is, you know, where the problem would lie. Let me make this quick point. Look at the fact that Black Planet was created by a black man, but because he put it in open source beta, that allowed uh, Zuckerberg to find it online, copy that that uh, HTML, mimic it, and then recreate it in his style. When the wow. brother sit up here and said, "Hey, wait a minute, you stole my idea," Judge said, because he tried to take Zuckerberg to court long back in the this was the college club days, hmm. long before. They the judge told him, "You put it in open source." So when you put it in open source, you allowed everybody to contribute it to Crazy. it. Therefore, it became public. Let's look at the black woman who created a voice stream, the ability to allow us to talk right now from different states. She don't own a patent on nothing. Look at the black man who helped create the internet and make it work. He got ostracized out of everything. So to my point, every time black folks do something, there's not the black collective financially to protect that person. Mm. And therefore, wealth is not built. Very true. Wow. But you know what? But, to be completely honest, I think that I don't think that a, a, um, a Tulsa, Oklahoma would work in today's time unless we had our own police force slash military force. Um, you know, I, I think that that would be necessary to protect um, what is ours. But go, go ahead, Kevin. Um, um, the only thing I was gonna say is, I I think because because remember in the modern day society, both men and women have to work. Now, technically, if you're a woman earning more than a man, 
the woman is not going to respect the man as much because she's in the masculine role. Mm. But, but however, that mentality needs to be reversed in today's society. You understand? Because not everyone is going to be a guy that not everyone's going to be a guy and all you're going to do is just sit at home and relax and be feminine. It's not going to happen. It should happen, but it ain't going to happen. Now, because of but, that, you won't. But, but, but Kev, the only pushback on that is we as men got to vet women better than just their looks. I mean, I, mean I, I, I do agree with you, but we really fall for a lot of low-budget women with butt implants. Wait, 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 Hugh, Hugh, who are we, are we, how are we determining, hello everyone. Hey, who was that? Hi, it's me, Complex Design, hello. Oh, hey, Complex. What's up? Hugh, when you say we, um, you know, I like to make firm distinctions between classes of men. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I know. You know, you're you're a business guy like me, so you don't fall in that category. I just wanted to make, yeah, let's, you, let's, let's yeah, okay, that's all. That's let's, all. See, let's see, Complex, you and I know that there's a value in a woman who supports what you got going on. You and I are like unicorns. We're we're like elves. We're totally different. And, and what you have sometimes, Complex, is and you know this to be true. You have some guys that can't even lead an Asian chick well. Ouch. So let me Ouch. ask you, you <laughs> some of those points earlier um, with the research. And so this is what I was curious about. Um, so one of the reasons why I support SYSBM and other groups like that, my whole thing is if it is the men, if it is absolutely the men then that's going to show at some point if it's the women it's going to show at some point so when you say that um like when you speak on those guys going their own way and you're saying that some of them can't lead asian women some of them can't lead the most submissive women um do you think it's uh, a larger number that can't versus the, the ones that can no Go ahead. Um, okay. Um, I think it's largely irrelevant. Um, and the reason being is, is like, it's kind of like you, because look, at the end of the day, the, the, look, the shit's all a numbers game. And so what happens is that if you open up your pool of possible candidates, then it's, it's just, you have a wider, you have a larger number to play with. So the odds are going to pretty much be the same, you know, instead of like, you know, uh, you know, a one out of 10, it's a 10 out of a hundred. So, you know, now you have 10 possible. I mean, but it, that, that's really just how to look at it. I don't really think that that type of stuff is, is significant uh, in any kind of way, especially as it relates to, um, you know, the detriments of not having, you know, sound uh, family structures in our community. I think what what that that stuff right there is largely just symptomatic. It's not causation. So so I would say yes, extremely. Uh, only because I do agree with where these brothers come from. I mean, we've had uh, the Bing Crosby movie uh, going my own way. 
we've we've had that copied into a, a movement, a MGTOW. We've had uh, Bachelors. We've had It More. We've had Red Peel. Every time there's a recreation of this. I have no problem. Please go do your thing. Move to Montana. It's only $500 for an apartment. No problem. The only issue I used to care about, now I no longer care, is that for some people, they end up being more anti-Black than they do anti-action-oriented. Uh, mm. they, they, they tend to sit in Black spaces and never get on a plane to Minnesota. Solo TV is in Minnesota right now. You should have been to go visit him. You should have been went down there. But the problem is you have some people, Tim Duncan, you have some people, Antonio Brown, you have some people who are not able to lead a white woman, not able to lead an Asian chick, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Um, and then you have some black women who fail at cooperating with a white man, Aisha Tyler. Uh, I think Serena's gonna be breaking up with her guy in a couple mm -hmm. of years. But does that speak to leadership or does it speak to, you know, there are, you know, crappy women, no matter, you know, like what, is it just showing that you can, the grass isn't always greener? It's yeah, I was going to say, I think it really just means there's just relationships just kind of yeah. suck. They didn't work. Yeah, it's just, that's individual case type thing. Yeah. So hey, when, on, when they say, okay, so when black men say that the culture of the women is messed up here, and I, I think I've seen a lot of you guys agree with that, um, with the exception of maybe Onyx, because I don't know Onyx. Um, the, the men and women are fucked. Like, black culture in general, the shit is fucked. Like, for example. I, I, I would more agree with that. Yeah, for I example, don't think it's right? just, like, the, 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 like, I know a lot of black people who work hard, and I also know a lot of black people who rather smoke weed instead of, you know, quitting the smoking <laughs> and, and, getting, and getting a job, you know? Like, and that's a common thing with black people, a very common thing, you know, to stop snitching culture. Like, motherfuckers would be quick to say, stop snitching. Like, you know, someone gets shot in the block and they know their mouths are quiet. And it's just like, okay. Well, I think, are we, are we reducing the black experience to, to simply that? I mean, th I think that's kind of part of the problem here. Um, I, I think we... Uh, we kind of we tend to generalize a lot of shit because I have no I I don't have any experience in any of what you just talked about. Mm -hmm. I, I smoke weed too, and I run businesses, and I work, and raise a daughter, single dad, and I do all that shit, right? So I kind of defy. Well, 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 it's not only I was smoking while I was when it wasn't. Anyway, I mean, I think Onyx's point. I think Onyx's point is percentages. Yeah, percentages, yeah, yeah. percentages but, not go ahead, Onyx. Complex. You're you're like a, a, a very small percentage of the uh, uh, of what black like what black people are doing regarding that. Like there's a lot of motherfuckers sitting around smoking weed, not doing shit. I get that. No, I get that. I get that. You know, like well, what I, I guess what I'm saying is though, is that there's a lot of people again, man, I'm not a fan of like these boxes because when we start categorizing um, certain characteristics and archetypes. What we what we start to do is we start to lose, we start to lose um, our abilities to to recognize like intangibles and the nuances in people, right? Well, you know See, so I agree with that. Let, well, I'm let, sorry? Me it, let me look at it from 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 this view because you say you don't like boxes. So let's take it out of the realm of relationships. 
Let's go something yes. we all know, business. Let's do let's it. Speak, let's speak just us as black men. Why are there not more managers? Why are there not more owners? Why are those black male owners not bringing their fellow brothers in? Why are we still- Q, you know this. No, 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 let me Q, finish. you know this. Let me finish. Okay. Why are we still talking about it as black men for 15 years while these black women have tripled us? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you already know it because you speak to it. So, so, so my point, my, my point is, is to marry that with the relationship piece is that at some level, even if it's only a small 10% level, at some pe- level, Onyx point is somewhat valid because we, we on the, on the dude side don't appear to be consistent in the things that we articulate to the public about our community. So. So what, what, what do you, wait, wait, Q, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? I mean, so I, that, I mean I'm really just, just I'm, for clarification, I just want to know what you mean by that. I mean, I mean that there seems to be a con, you came on the scene not long ago and look at everything you did. I know dudes that's been, mind you, I've been around since 07 on YouTube. I know dudes I know. that's been talking about what yeah. you, I know dudes that have been talking about what you've been doing, what, what you have completed for the past. Yeah. there's a lack of consistency and a lot of people aren't action oriented and we have to acknowledge that we can't overcome things if we don't acknowledge the truth well no 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 we we, no no and i get okay i understand no okay q i understand where you're coming from um and because we are action we are okay okay i understand because q and i other brothers um who kind of move in certain spaces we we are action oriented and we, 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 we do have track records to speak for it. So um, <clears throat> I just wanted to clarify, Q, I understand where you're coming from. It's not, you're, you're, it's more of an objective analysis, not necessarily. A, okay, I got you. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of this stuff and I'm gonna just tell you right now, like I've been running like multiple companies and the thing about it is a lot of people don't know how to properly navigate. Like it's information that's not properly getting trickle down the stream like a lot of young people or people don't know how to go down to like they have a they'll say i have a business and i said oh yeah so how much did you pay for your own business license my what no no i'm like yeah just tell me how much you pay for like certain people don't know proper um ways on how to get their businesses started or how to doggone do certain things like um alleviation of getting you know funds um, hold, around the hold, hold on, BMT. I gotta crack. I, I gotta crack a quick joke, man. BMT, you know they ain't gonna give me no license, man. You know, Stop you it. know if I go down there, I'm Stop just gonna it. get. <laughs> like, Stop it. That's that's the thing about it. Like, I mean, and that's the thing about it. Like, I don't like. I don't even waste my time seriously having conversations anymore about business. Like, I literally just took a girl from making twenty thousand. Now she's making sixty thousand a year. Like. I don't play with people anymore on these spaces anymore because I understand that some people want to just stay in hell. They want to stay in Tartarus. They want to stay broke. So when black people, and when I see that they're mostly stuck on talking about sex and gender and all this shit, like I can real time right now walk you out to one of the houses. I'm going to be selling for $10,000. Like I make modular miniature houses that you can buy a plot of land and drop it on there and build your own shit. Like, these are things that when they talk about the community or building, 
Huh? I said that's dope. That's dope. No, no, no. I, and I, that's what I said. I'm, a, I'm actually, I'm willing to actually go real time and walk right out to the building and actually walk y'all through it and show y'all that these things are possible. The thing about it is, is let's be for real. There just are people who like, yo, it's easy. I'd rather it be done for me, but I don't want to do it myself. And when you, when we understand and get and be realistic about that conversation, we start to understand that everybody don't want to be saved. I get that we have these conversations, but they're starting to actually be like a dog chasing his tail. Because like, I've, 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 I mean, I've had talks like, hey, y'all want to know how to do tiling? Man, like that's that Latino work. Okay, so you mm. don't want to learn tiling. You want to you want well, to seek Well, ahead, not bro. everybody's going to be able to be in a position of leadership and or, you know, not everyone's forward thinking. Some people are going to be like laborers and, you know, some people are stagnant and they're just comfortable where they are. And that's why Then I let's not come in the black circle and talk as if that is the problem. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Thank you. Thank say, you. You are not in those spaces. You don't know what an income sheet is. You simply don't know. Thank you. Right. 40 minutes on the mic in a panel talking about something that you have no clue. Like, <laughs> Good point. Now, see, now, here, now, here's the thing, now, here's the thing about it. When, when we say that, it's like you got to start somewhere. God damn it. Like you ain't going to be the guy automatically with the hard hat start directing people. Sometimes you got to come in humble. You might have to be the guy who's picking up the scraps. You might have to be the guy pushing the wheelbarrow. You might be the girl who has to go under the damn trailer and fix the plumbing. Like, you got to start somewhere. And as time goes on, we'll start teaching you other skills. But see, when you start telling people these things, and they're like, man, why? I said, the stuff that I'm showing you, do you know after so long, you can go get your own license? You can go get certified? I'll give you the book, and I'll let you go get your certification. And then after that, you can start going taking on your own little jobs. But I'm like, you got to understand, you got to start somewhere. But see, this this kind of entitlement in our people where they're like, I'm too big for that. Or shit, you know what my ancestors done did? Nigga, that's your ancestors. That ain't you. You didn't do shit. Like right now, we're in 2020. Like, you got to understand, I got more Latin guys willing to come up on these damn properties and say, yo, like, Mr. Johnson, can I work? I want to give it to a young brother. I want to put a young sister on. But if y'all more so quick on learn how to flip a goddamn burger rather actually learn a trade that you can that you can teach for life i can't help you nigga like after a while i'm like yo i'm starting to see why everybody else is passing by and so y'all matter i'm here motherfucker to talk about who's alpha who's dogma who's omega i'm like yo dude like other circles aren't talking about this but, about um, well I, I have a question i have a question to kind of piggy uh for bmtq I, whoever wants to actually answer this um it might be kind of more centered towards Q, maybe BMT, Sister George Rose. You know, maybe y'all, maybe you guys can follow this line of logic. Um, but um, do you think that um, interpersonal relationships between the genders, right, like male and female, black folks, do you think that 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 is what will save? Or that is what will affect the most change immediately in the community or adapting to fourth industrial changes. What do you think is what do you think is more of a priority? 30 seconds. And I say this to baby D at some point in time to his point. Let's have this conversation. 
Most of our black women in human resources, they block brothers. Most of our black women in some of these jobs, they, they work with the white woman and the Pakistani woman to get brothers fired. Most of our black women, and we're talking genders, most of our black women, because I just went ham on the men, so let's get to the women. Mm. Most of the black women who are at these workplaces gossiping about brothers simply for the fact, I don't like him. Mm. Then you look around, black woman, and you can't even get your own daughter to work at the company that you've been working for 10, 20 years. What? But Pakistani lady just hired four of her countrymen under her flag. But you say, I thought we wasn't supposed to hire family members. No, you're not supposed to hire family mm. members. You know what? I have to say something. <laughs> um, Mr. Reese, first off, um, I, I agree with you. Um, the thing that I, and I, this is something that I've personally seen. I've worked in corporate America for a very long time. And I do see brothers being locked out, but there is a certain type of brother. Um, it's the brothers that are dominant, that are assertive, that have a lot of strength. Um, the young, like younger guys who the black women think that, you know, will be easily controlled, that will easily conform and or, um, you know, sorry to say, you know, black gay males, um, they will give them opportunities over, you know, a dominant, assertive black man. I've seen that Tell me about time it. and time again, and I, I have to be honest about it. I'm not you know, going to lie about that. Complex to your question, I think we should definitely focus more on the uh, fourth industrial skills than interpersonal skills, but at the same time, Okay, yeah, I didn't know if that was me. Okay, I'm Morgan. Onyx, you're Morgan. Bad, yeah. yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. All right, hold on. But but at some point in time, we got to talk about that, ladies, is that there will be a lot of brothers will be more peaceful. There'll be a lot of brothers that would be more in unity if he didn't see the gatekeeper or he didn't see his fellow dark skinned lady as his enemy. Mm-hmm. Because you can't you can't sit up here and justify how go ahead yeah i agree with you and you know what i'm thinking is that um when i think about my own personal situation uh, regarding like companies that i've worked at a lot of times the um you know uh women in those positions understand that the white male executive um doesn't want someone that will challenge his authority so they're, you know, they're the ones who are ensuring that they pick someone that will, um, that he will approve of, you know, even though they're giving carte blanche to do the hiring, they're making sure that, you know, they will pick someone that, so it, it's almost like an understanding and it's not as if he's having a conversation telling her, you know, I want to make sure it's someone that's going to conform and this, that, and the other. Um, it's almost like there is a self-imposed. A, yeah. Self-imposed, but it's like, you know, there, there seems to be just a underlying uh, understanding that, you know, this is the type of man that, you know, um, won't come in here and cause any waves. I, I feel that some women are some women don't realize how easy they are to control. And I try to point I went and talked for the uh, black black nurses because I'm 23 years of medical. I went and talked to the black nurses 
here in San Francisco. And I said, you guys don't understand what's happening to you. The Filipino people are coming in and they're not looking for the most skilled. They're looking to bring their brethren in. That's why they've taken over Kaiser Hospital because you guys were so focused on sisterhood. Oh, my Filipino sister, now after eight years, you can barely fire a Filipino person. You'll have Filipinos from different departments come and write and put in stuff just because you're trying to reprimand one of their Filipino uh, countrymen. That's what's going on. You know, it's the same thing that men are like black men are. I'm talking about, you know, we always when you think about black women being in government jobs and how they always act like the gatekeeper and the guard dog and things of that nature. Um, it's the same thing, no matter where black women are being put in these positions. But I think that they're confused by the, the, the they, they think, you know, they're, they kind of go in with the notion that they think that they're empowered somehow by keeping you out. So they think that, you know, um, this white man has entrusted me with the power and authority to make decisions. And, you know, they take great pride in making sure that they keep you out. You, you know what? And let me say to Baby D. Meanwhile, Baby D, the Pakistani woman is now your director. She just got to this country right. three years ago. Right. Absolutely. Um, I want to let BMT back on for a minute because he wants to show um, his module home. Um, I will drop. I will drop. I, 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 okay. Well, now I can bring you back up because he's not going to be very long. So let me just bring him up for a minute and um, I'll bring you back on. Okay. Let me do this. And BMT, you're on. Okay, guys. So, can y'all see me? Yeah, we can see you. Okay, so these are the homes that yeah, my, family, my family, my company built. All right. So, let me flip it. How do I get this thing to focus? Right on now, you? what you're looking at literally is a shed. This is a shed that we take different um sheds that people send to us from different companies, contractors, government, and right inside of them we build full-on houses that are livable, refrigerators, everything comes as is in these module homes. Like I said, these things are possible to do. Like there are black people that are doing these things. Um, they come with full on washer, dryer. It's just the thing about it is, it's just like who's willing to put in the work? This was on this only took about one year, one year to complete. Can y'all see me? Mm -hmm. Bathroom, fully sustainable. Uh, I think we sold already four of these this year. They take some time to build, mm -hmm. but these but these things are possible, just like it's who's willing to put in the work and who's willing to get these kind of things done. Um and they come as is. So, you know, usually when you have, I know we donated to them to like abuse, um, abuse um, mothers, yeah. or like, you know, escaping abuse. That was something my mom wanted to do because she came from a situation like that with me and my brother. So that was something that she wanted to do out of her heart. Yes, she's a single mother. Go fuck yourselves. But that's um, dope, BMT. That is but, really, um, really dope. She definitely wanted to do that. You know what I'm saying? She signed it off and um she gave these to like two women and their and their kids to get on a fresh start. So they'll be having two homes for the school year. 
but there are black people who are putting in the work to do these kind of things. The only issue that we do be hitting for a lot of people um, is like they don't want to pay. You know what I'm saying? That's a big mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. where we be hitting on roadblocks. It's like, yo, you got quality service. Do you want to pay for that? You know what I'm saying? Because it is like these things ain't like, I ain't going to say these things ain't cheap. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. you got the whole AC heat and everything. This is fully functional. Um, they can run. You can put them on as long as you have the land. You can run this shit, and it comes as is. Like, can we, you guys do that with shipping containers? Like, yes, I'm ma'am. obsessed with those shipping container homes. That yes, ma'am. Is like so dope. I love that. Yes, ma'am. And we can do that with shipping containers. We don't put latches on the door. We don't latch the doors. As you notice, the doors are slide. Hmm. I love that so, style. Well, why, why is that? Um, it's more easy so that way you don't have to swing. That's a modern yeah, thing too. Yeah, they actually you notice that. Just actually, if you've been going to a lot of houses now, they've been going with the the new kind of style of the slide <laughs> called um, barn barn style. I actually, I kind of, I kind of dig it. My mom um started doing these uh, too. Um, we go to a lot of different um conferences and work with a lot of different people. Um, and I'm gonna tell you right now, if black people don't start picking up the game, um, they're gonna get uh, passed by because, like I said, um, this is our patented design on how we do things, and uh, we still we we keep the blueprints on how we do this. Uh, I mean, we're just like I said, we're waiting for people to like you know step up and you know get their shit together, man. Like it's it's so when people tell you that we can't go out, we can't build our own shit, we can't have our own, like, that's bullshit, because I've already, like I said, like, I think every other year, we'll go out and we'll build another one, you know what I'm saying, and, like, I usually have one right there, I I just got rid of three of them, so this is, like, the last baby, this is just the one that we show off before we make another one, and whoever comes with the cash, we just get to work, so... These kind of things, there are people who are going out in the middle of nowhere when people say, well, you can't go out there. You can't do that. I said, no, that's a damn lie. People are doing this. They are hiring different companies to do these kind of things. It's just that, yo, like $10,000, you're set. You can go do it yourself. It's just that if you got the initial drive to do it, and that's the thing about it. Some people are just afraid to go out and do it on their own. You know, we hit a lot of roadblocks of people saying that you can't do this, you can't do that. Who cares? We just went out and did it anyway. And I mean, we're still we're still thriving. We're actually going. We're actually making a killing. Now. So you know, I just I just want to show y'all like, yo, there are seeds of faith if you just step out there. You know what I'm saying? And we'll keep on doing this. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's all I had to say. Hey, shout out BMT. That's dope shit, man. Um, I'm so, always big on brothers who are doing uh doing like projects like that you know i do my own they're like tech oriented and i've even done some you know tech demo videos they're all on my channel um but but yeah you know oh that's what's up man yeah i I did like some iot demos and um you know just just stuff man you 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 know what i mean so like i and we've we uh black men don't build yeah, well, I, I have no idea. It's always I always found it to be highly fucking disingenuous when people said that. But I don't know why people um, say that. You know, me too. I don't either. It's really weird. But anyway, um, you know, 
um, we spoke at length on the brain trust about like using containers for all sorts of things. Um, you know, everything from like, you know, portable power stations, uh, to, you know, shops, you know, to, you know, homes to, so, um, you know, the thing is though, is that this is the reason why I kind of asked about like fourth industrialization, because all of these, these sorts of things that we're kind of talking about are, are going to be like the basis on all of this, like the fourth industrialization, like a fundamental shift in how we, um, how it is that we're going to be living in the future. Um, so, in, in my view, kind of a lot of like futurism. No, no, no. The four, you know, um, just actually go pull up Wikipedia and, and type in fourth industrialization. And you'll see you're you're actually in the midst of it right now. Yeah, uh, the all the 5G, 5G, all the 5G artificial intelligence, self-driving cars, uh, AI robotics, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, that's fourth industrialization right there. Um, so and I, I think what's happening here is that it's fundamentally changing how we are as just as human beings. I think BGS posted a video um, a couple days ago and it was uh, um, he was he, this guy was basically speaking about how uh, basically in the next hundred years, we're going to change more as humans than we have over the last hundred thousand years. And it's going to be because of technology. We see this right now just through the medium that we're all having this conversation on. Okay, so um, if we don't think that just going forward, technology is going to have even more of an imprint on just our daily existence, then, you know, you're going to you're going to be in for a shock. So that's why, in my view, I think, you know, a lot of what we're seeing as far as like the breaking down of the black community or however you want to describe it, I think maybe just more symptomatic of a larger restructuring social uh global restructuring and reordering of things mm -hmm. you know I, I that's kind of how i see it you know so um huh no 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 you're right it is and also i just contacted my mom concrete she said depending on how many shipping containers you can probably get up to like a two-bedroom depending yeah. on uh we so want one for retirement with like a, a three shipping container but um also, yeah that's dope right and also, if you um, if you're um, you can also um, look talk to some government um, there's some government grants that if you play your cards right, you can also have them built for veterans and they will fund you. Oh, and well, also, my help fiance you get the is a vet too. So nice. they will fund you and I'm also, <laughs> right? You got you gotta you gotta know. Like I said, get like this is just a little, let's do a little let's do a little quick shark tank. Let's say you were to go get those containers, right? You mm -hmm. can go get them. And they're cheap, go, like $10,000. Right. So let's say you were to get them or you were to go get a shed, however you want to go get either one of them. Get that, put them on and start working on just one. You literally can rent it out or build it up however you wanted to. You can most likely put two on the land. Then after so long, you can also go buy another plot of land, put down a septic tank, make sure you put mm -hmm. down your septic tank and you can run mm -hmm. it where you can go buy more. And you can start building your own little community. See what I'm saying? Of yeah, that. that would be dope. Put out, put out a concrete road and all that stuff. It's possible. There are people, yeah. I, I'm like, I wish I could show y'all, but I'm like, by by legal binding, I, I wish I could show y'all. There are people that literally are doing crazy shit off the grid. But it's like, when you when we come and tell 
like a sister like Concrete Grove, like you can't do that. You need to just, you know, just be grateful. And like, I'm like, damn, why are you, why are you, if you scared to go out, just shut the fuck up. Let her try. We don't know how far she might get. You know what I'm saying? If Complex might have the design that we might need or roll yeah. or anything. I don't because I, I, I follow a lot of uh, shipping container builders, but I don't see any black um, people that are, oh, uh, you know, doing trust the, me. Um, there ain't much of us out here. There is not, bless me. I go to those little conferences or those little, um, those little areas of futuristic um, home development and improvement. Listen, I'm like a dog on an ink drop in a fucking barrel or the ocean. Like, I'm like one black person. There might be some Indians. Hispanic, mm. a crap ton of white people. Why and are we always the last to jump on something? Because, it, because you too, you too, you're arguing too much about yeah about shit like shit like relationships. Uh, free stuff. Like, they're much free more than buying. I don't want to be tricking. I don't want to have to pay for nothing. Uh, I don't want to get on the plane and go where where all the people <laughs> live. I don't want to move to Montana. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, I want I want Baby D to submit to me. And my oh, shit. There we go. Hang on, wet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just I'm just saying, man. Like, if a brother like Mr. Research had a million dollars and he would say, "Hey, BMT, I need these built." I said, "Okay, you provide it. You get the land. We'll go to work." Wait, I gotta pay y'all guys? Oh, here we go. Now you don't want to pay. You know, I think part of it, and I think you guys are right in what you're saying, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, but another part of it, too, is that um, we don't have the knowledge. Like, knowing that building a home, a tiny home, or a shipping container home, like, it's half the price of what you would pay for a, a, you know, okay, a, a, a used no, we know we have the knowledge. No, we do. We do actually have it. I think that a lot of people lack the knowledge that you know. Concrete okay. Rose, Concrete Rose. Have you ever? Have you? And I'm just going to speak for myself, my cohort that's in the chat, Mike V, um, Q, few others that are brain, black brain trust contributors. Are you familiar with our platform? Vaguely, I, I know. Um, I know of it, but I, I'm not too familiar with it. Okay, we're we're solution oriented type dudes. Right. So okay. um, we're, we're about close to 450 live streams deep and it's all hardcore shit when it comes to tech, tech, when it comes to technology, when it comes to um, uh, basically when it comes to just about everything that makes the world move. Right. Whether it's economics, mm -hmm. geopolitics, domestic politics, local yeah. politics. Right. Uh, you know, Every, all of that type of stuff, right? So it's not mm -hmm. as if there aren't us out here yeah. that are on it. Like that's yeah. the, the part that kind of kills me about it. Like, no, there's a whole there's and a whole I group of people that are heard yeah. people reference your channel as like one that is, you know, full of resources. People always the speak epitome. very highly of it. Yeah. Uh, you know. It, it's just I think the thing about it that only thing that discourages me is and I'm gonna tell you like whenever I talk about sometimes like these kind of things and I know I'm hard about a lot of shit but I really do I I really do see a lot of good shit that can come from our people because I'm looking at my granddad and my mom and different other people and my dad and all of us that we've done these kind of things and when I tell the people they're like damn you sound like a white man or this and that I'm yep. like dude 
I'm I'm one of your own. It's just that I'm out here. Like, come on. And like, I literally have bought, I remember I cried one time, but I came and I, I brought the plans to a few people. And literally, I literally had somebody threw a fucking, uh, a full bottle of Four Local at me. And I was like, why even fucking bother? Like, why bother? And I was angry that whole fucking day. And well, it wasn't you know, for the fact that I had Four Local on me. It was for the fact that I just gave up on trying to like get people to leave from Sodom and Gomorrah. And I'm like, there's no fucking point because I'm like, go ahead. You you already serve it as an example that, that people would follow. I mean, look, productive people going to look for productivity. So like you said, you, uh, you you can't save everybody and you don't need to save everybody. The, The majority of most groups, it's not like the majority is productive. Usually it starts with a small group and you got people who follow suit. So I don't think you need to give up nothing. What you're doing is is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, productive. The productive class has always been a small class. There's never a time that you can point to throughout the existence of history where everybody was a king or a queen. Right. Let never me put the pressure back on these women. It's the women's fault because you honor the worst producers. I'll be right back. You- you make the dudes who can't even walk over a bridge as if they drove over the bridge. Mm. You take these dudes who are architects, engineers, you make fun of them because you love Chicken George. Kunta well, Kente ain't tall enough. Kunta mm-hmm. Kente spend too much time looking at the stars and drawing maps. Kunta Kente is boring, but Chicken George can boogaloo. So, that comes from our oh God, uh, insecurities. We're insecure. We know that a competent man is going to demand so much more from us. He's not going to be able to control him. Concrete Rose, can I tell you something? Yes. Can I tell you something? Um, and I, I, I like this isn't really directed towards this is a, to, to that statement right there. Can you just repeat what you just said? I need to hear what you just said word for word. I said I that, to it. I said that's because of our insecurities. I said when you get with a competent, thinking, knowledgeable man, um, you know that he's going to demand more of you, um, and you okay, won't be so able to control him. Let me give you my thoughts on that statement. As a competent man, I have zero fucking time for your insecurities. See, zero. Yeah, that is true. I tell it to my wife all the time. And I feel you. And I know that. And you know what? When you're, I'm going to tell you something. I agree with what you guys said regarding the, the um, producers being the smaller percentage. Knowing that you're a producer, knowing, uh, understanding that you're competent gives you such a sense of confidence. You, you know who you are. And you're just not going to accept anything. You're not going to put up with someone's BS. You're not going to put up with their insecurities and them being, you know, questioning where you are because exactly. you're working late and all of the other frivolous, silly things that some of women do so you know women are intimidated by that the Filipino woman is smaller than you the Asian woman is more frail than you why is her why why don't she have those insecurity issues we got these alpha black women who who understand hey I'm gonna be feminine and give a great BJ but at the same time I'm not gonna take no mess brother I mean I really want to be in love with you but don't don't push me I will be up out of here you have stellar women but because we have these lower levels, like we do on the guy side, 
who constantly have excuses. Now for the first time, C. Rose, we got black women attacking black women simply because they want to be feminine for their men. What Ooh. other culture does that? Right, they call uh, them a pick me and, and all sure. this type of stuff. No different than the men, uh, Mr. Research. They were just call Mr. Research a simp the other day in uh, uh, Roger Report's uh, uh, stream just because he was saying to be action-oriented. That was it. That was it. Just a basic, yeah. basic, be productive. Oh, you're being a simp to these women. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That makes no fucking sense. You got to understand, and the thing about it is, me, me and, and, and Wolf, we have done a lot of the talks on a lot of shit especially when it comes to a lot of things. And I, and I, y'all gotta understand, man. And I'm saying this very emotionally and I'm trying to like hold back on a lot of shit. Like I don't have no time to slow down anymore, man. Like 2020 is coming. And right now there's not enough goddamn producers in, in the black as black men. So the brothers who are like out here, like running and dogging, like shit, our, they ain't even no souls under our, under our feet anymore, man. It's like, we just gotta go. So I'm like, baby, I can't slow down. Like either you gonna keep up or I got to leave you and shit. Like, I, I mean, my woman's doing school. I'm at the house trying to build more shit. And literally I got to raise kids. And I'm like, yo, and my, and my, and my kids are like, dad, why you work so hard? I'm like, listen, but I know when I'm gone, y'all get this going to be, the, the numbers are getting smaller. There's going to be less complexes, less wolves, less, less brothers up here. Like there's going to be less of us, man. It's like, stupidity it's like that movie idiocracy it's like there's more and more producing and it's like the brothers who who could make a twinkle of a, dis of a difference they praise when they're gone so it's mm. like god damn dude we just lost another okay. one and, and, so okay, you know it's like, i don't know what to do for you niggas, man. we dead and gone what the fuck y'all gonna do okay but you know <laughs> so that's why when i come come in this space when i come in this space you know the manosphere or whatever i didn't even know that was a thing but okay the manosphere uh, you know, I'm kind of disappointed with some of the men because, you know, a lot of them, um, uh, a lot of them are, they seemingly are productive and whatnot. But then to spread this message of, oh, I like the money. I like the money. Let me get some. But, um, um, you know, for them to like BGS or Obsidian to be talking about, oh, we'll leave black women, this and that. Look, if, yeah, if you're, if, if you got, if you, if you're a no bullshit person, then just deal with no bullshit women. Like I've had, I've had difficult black women I had to deal with. And I just, I just move on. You know what I'm saying? But I've also had black women that wasn't difficult to deal with. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to stop my life or stop my productivity because this one or two difficult black women. So, you know, some of these men in here are just full of shit though. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my problem with them. I don't have a problem with them complaining about the women. I think this is the core of what I'm saying. And, you know, I salute BMT. I salute Mr. Research. I salute complex, you know, um, but, but my main issue is just, it, it just seems like, there is a, a prevalence of just complaining without act, you know, uh, uh, be, without being solution oriented. You can complain as long as you moving towards a solution. You know what I'm saying? You're you're assessing and reassessing a situation. You know what I'm saying, but if you just straight wait, up talk, wait, are about, you saying? Are you saying with regards to what we're talking about, or? I mean, I mean, it, 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 like, I'm, I want right. to say a minute. Wait a minute. I came back. Mr. Research, did you flash your money up in here? Hell yeah. Like I mean, lady, if you got it, if you got it, <laughs> ball out. Make a dance. Oh my god. If you got it, ball out. Shit. Hey, look. I don't know how that chin got in here. I'm sorry. Oh, somebody thought I was trying. I don't know how that chin got in here. Well, they're not ready for that kind of mindset, bro. Don't don't let them straggle see you, bro. Don't let them see you like that. Don't don't stop. To, to, Stop. to bring this back to the topic, 
I do want to say really quickly um, that, in, you know, I talked, we talked about like, you know, the um, black people celebrating the demise of our community. And when um, there was a question that Danny posed at the end, and I forget what it was, but I think that not only should we regarding, um, you know, the next generation, that not only should we be focusing on um, ensure, watching what our children are exposed to, but we should also be focused on ensuring that we expose them to positive things and uplifting right. the men in our community who are doing the right thing, making sure that they see these shining examples and that we're pointing them out. It's not enough to just make sure that they're not exposed to the ratchet and the bad things. We need to ensure that they're exposed to the positive things, that they realize, you know, the opportunities are endless for them. You know, we need to be encouraging STEM programs because that is the wave of the future and it's not slowing down at all. Like we need to ensure that, you know, in order to combat the ratchet, we got to expose them to, you know, the positive. You, you well, know, you the know, thing about what, what, one I want to say that one of the biggest issues that uh, if you ask any inventor or person who is innovating stuff, one of our biggest fears is that what's going to happen to our work when we leave. And see, I now get it now mm. that if my if I can't pass it on to your sons, your son Rose, your son, your your son, Sister George, then I'm like, fuck it. If little Pablo or little Paco or little Tatiana or whatever, Miguel come by and they say, hey, sir, can you teach me? By right of legacy passes, I'm going to teach them as my successor. And I'm going, and so guess what that happens? That information leaves out of the black community and goes elsewhere. The and children see, of 2030 are going to say, what did those 1999 black folks mm -hmm, do? Mm -hmm. I saw the well, 70s you know, well, you know. brothers create. I saw the 80s brothers come back from Reagan. I saw the 90s brothers come back from Clinton. What did the 1999-2000 dudes do? Yeah, hey, I did my Uphold part. Ratchetry. Well, I did my well, part. So if I go well, out, Mr. Research Chief. Well, I do want to say, I do want to say, uh, you know, we do need more people in these fields. You know, we need more people with BMT, you know, building houses and stuff like that. Stop looking at it like, oh, this is a Mexican thing. Money is in real estate. There's money. I always say this all the time. There's money outside entertainment, you know. Um, but I, but at the same time, we still want to do, we do want to acknowledge the blacks who are making strides. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do feel like this is a kind of transitional period. Uh, complex design, uh, uh, said, said, you know, perhaps we're, we're moving to a different, um, I don't know, uh, era with technology and all that. Um, I was in, I was in school recently. I was in, uh, this organization called National Society of Black Engineers. There's a academic side and there's also a professional side, which I'm in. And uh, you know, every Sunday yeah, we really uh, Mike the black V. Oh no, I was just gonna say Mike V in the chat. Mike V in the chat, who's listening in, um, he's he's a member of the um, the uh, the top uh, NISB chapter in the United States in Boston, and he's also okay. uh, uh, the co-facilitator of the Brain Trust. So yeah, yeah, big ups. I got I got reach out to him. I'm I'm in the DMV area era, but uh, I'll I'll link up with them. But but yeah, okay. the, kids, uh, the Black Brain Trust is um uh link in the chat, please and thank you. Okay. Well, well, Finish the kids will come. Well, yeah, the kids will come. You know, we'll we'll show them uh you know little engineering concepts or whatever, have them do little experiments, and they're all real you know sharp kids and everything. And uh, but but these were these were parents who put their kids like in this program, so there are black 
like parents who are concerned, who are exposing their kids to different shit. They tired of just, you know, uh, having kids just see just entertainment and sports as their only route. So there, there are blacks who are aware. Okay. And then even there was some school, some, some kind of like ghetto school I went and would volunteer at, you know, the kids are kind of bad or whatever, but you know, I talked to the kids, just kind of get a, a feel for, for their mentality. And, you know, I just ask them, I'd be like, Hey, so you want to rap? You know what I'm saying? I just come off the bat. I don't even ask them what they want to do. I just ask them, Hey, you want to rap? Not all of them would say yes, but a good amount. Like, yeah, yeah, I think I can rap. Da, 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 da. And I would just have them kind of just take me through their plan. Of, I say, okay, well, uh, you know, how, how many of the rappers actually make it? Um, how much money would you expect to make? You know, and I said, okay, and the rappers getting these deals, the the companies giving it to them. How, how you know, who who own these companies to begin with? You know, I just I would just take them through that. And uh, but anyway, at the end, I would just straight up tell them, hey, rap is bullshit. I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm not, I'm not saying that's how you respond to all the kids, but um, I would just tell them, hey, look, there's more money outside of entertainment and sports. All these, the majority, this is the last point I'll make now, uh, give the mic to somebody else, and, I, and I'll get off because I need to bounce. But like uh, the majority of the NBA, right, The all the NBA teams, there's only one uh, majority black owner, and that's Michael Jordan, okay? And then on top of that, all the teams, all the billionaires that own these teams didn't make their money off entertainment. They made their money off of lumber and shit like this. You know what I'm saying? So, right. anyway, I just, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to uh, say that, but I appreciate y'all. Shout, Shout out to 50 Cent for uh, getting 100 mil from vitamin water, not from rap. Exactly. Right. Right. He was one of the first to uh, invest invest in uh stock versus just taking the money up front. But yeah, he put in 50,000, got back 100 million. Mm. Hey, that's the move you gotta make. But I gotta bounce, y'all. I appreciate y'all having me, but I gotta run and do some things. Thank you, Tedros. We appreciate you. All right, y'all. Can I just say uh why I flashed the Thanks, money? Somebody, somebody you know, I've got a couple of questions for you. Um my questions would be is this um do you have I know you have a bank account at this point, right? Yes, I have two. Okay. Um, then I, 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 and I, I would think that you would understand like, uh, you know, make letting your money work for you. Right. I do investments and I got two online companies. Yes. Okay. So why the flashing of the money? I was about to explain that. Okay. So I just happen to have some money here that I collected, but here's, here's my point. I love these brothers. Really? I do. Cause I used to be one of them. I used to sell dope. I used to sit up here and sell weed. I'm not proud of it, but I had girls in a, in a, in a, in a, a glory hose doing jobs. I've what? done all the dirt. But what I recognized was I was getting used to being happy with the hood. I almost got 25 to life mm. at 18. Said to God, man, if you get me up out of this, man, I, I change this whole move. Got out of it with nothing but diversion. Okay, because I had my own lawyer. I didn't rely on public public defendant. I used to tell my homeboys on the block all the time, man, go get your own lawyer. Stop doing that. I sat up here, almost got caught up. When I changed my life, I left my town at 19 and went two states over to some people. I didn't even know nobody there. I took 60,000, went by myself, me, me and my homeboy and his girl out to Seattle, changed my whole life. Now, I'm five certifications in medical finance, haven't finished college yet. 
So when we on Complex and all of us talk about, hey, Black man, you can reinvent yourself. Calling me a simp and I've done more street stuff than maybe you have, trying to disrespect me with words, all that stuff is feminine. And I flash the money to say, bruh, it's an embarrassment to let simp come out of your mouth. I'm doing okay. I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm the black runaway slave's dream. While you're sitting up there comfortable just calling names on stuff you don't understand, here's what you need to do. Make this money like I flashed and leave and go move to Montana today. Stop sitting here in the safety of the black community talking about what you don't like, because I do understand you, but you're getting too comfortable. It's now become complaint porn. You're checking in every week to find a group of brothers to complain and call people simps. Move to Montana today. Go to your boss. Say, look, I'm tired of being a warehouse worker. I need to be supervisor of the warehouse workers so I can do like Mr. Research say and move to Montana. So you don't think that women are necessarily the problem within the community? I don't think who? The women. As I said, respectfully, I'm a mathematical dude. It's the system. It's really not the women. And I if agree not, with that. And, and if you're not going to help change the system, like we men's right. I put in a thousand dollars to, uh, and this was like four years ago, to a Republican who was racist. Let me, let me get it clear. A Republican who was racist, but he was trying to pass a law in Chicago saying that women cannot do father of record. They cannot just go to the government and say, see, see uh, Concrete Rose is the daddy and then a, a, a million dollar court system come against Concrete Rose. We got that system changed. California changed theirs in two, uh, 2005. Tennessee changed theirs. But guess what? I'm proud of missing that thousand dollars. Oh, Mr. Research, it probably didn't go to that. It probably went. Hey, I'm proud to help. What I didn't want to do is just sit back and say, look at these women. Let's change the system financially, brothers, and then you won't have that to talk about. I agree with that because I do think that black women are part of the problem, but we're a symptom. You know what I mean? You you have to address the real problem or the driving force behind the symptoms, and that's the system. And to your point, baby D, I'm getting away from YouTube. My next day, I went and took my voice classes. I went and took my media classes. I want to get on TV now and start pumping this message because I can't. But don't you think that YouTube, like, I think that TV is going to become obsolete. No, I really never. do. You don't think so? Never. never. Because, the ad, you... because the ad dollars mm -hmm. do not transfer at a higher level the oh, way YouTube. they do on TV. So mm -hmm. it's like saying, People in rap or, or music, period. Once they get into movies, they realize what the hell am I doing music for? One darn movie mm. <laughs> can give me residuals for but, the rest of my life. Hey, um, you guys, I'm gonna drop off. We're like, uh, well, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna drop off. I appreciate you guys for having me on. No problem. Do you have any um, final comments? Because we're gonna wrap it up anyway. Um. Uh, Actually, you know what? Um, damn. Not for right now. I, I did. Uh, Sister Jordan, I think I emailed you. Um, yes, yeah. 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 I, I think I said. Okay. Yeah. yeah just yeah, hit me up. Um, so uh, no, no, no. I don't have any. I don't have anything else. Just, you know, okay. 
Well, thank yeah. you so much for coming up. We appreciate it. Thank you. Very interesting perspective. Awesome. Peace, y'all. Thank out. you, Mr. Excuse me. Thank you, Complex Design. <laughs> Have a good one. All right. Mr. Research, final thoughts. Final thoughts is I want you ladies to reach out some of the to, to some of the anti-male speakers on YouTube mm. and start having a collective conversation with, with your fellow genders and 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 see if they have the same like-minded excuses. Because at the end of the day, you're not seeing documented progress from a lot of those anti-male speakers. You're not seeing them marry. You're not seeing them being logical. And I understand the dudes who sitting up here calling me names. I feel so sad for y'all in the chat room calling me names because it's so feminine to do that. Your mama really should have let your daddy have access to you. <laughs> but, but with that to the side, but with that to the side, we as guys have to be more logical, more mathematical, because what we're having, unfortunately, is, and I'm not putting nobody down because everybody's entitled to their information. People are making speeches without being able to source what they're talking about. And, 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 and that's making dudes angry at women, at other dudes. And we're starting to sound like the Black Ku Klux Klan. Mm. We're not moving forward. Can I speak to that? I'm about to drop off. I'm about to drop off. And we're, and we're acting like the blue cuckoo class clan because what the danger is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hear that we're saying stuff and maybe I am wrong, but I've been looking at stuff all the way back to, to Reagan and we're hurting ourselves with these temporary, I want to kill Al Sharpton, but I don't want to be the new Al Sharpton. It's crazy. Go ahead, sir. I'm out of here. Have a good one. Thank uh, you, I do Mr. have a Research. question for you, Mr. Thank Research, you. if you don't mind. Go ahead, real well, quick. Let's make it quick because we want to wrap up. Yeah. Um. What? Why would you suggest that the brothers move to Montana? Why would you suggest that? Because just anything mathematical. I believe men having testicles. We're supposed to be logical. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to be stuck in an emotional state. And if if something is 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 irritating you so much you do one of two things either you dominate it by financially dominating creating laws or you completely lead okay well, staying stay, well, staying well, in the same place staying in the okay, same place and just complaining okay, about that. it i just don't see as mathematical but go ahead sir I, I get that. So um, what is the GDP? I don't know the GDP, but given the population of Montana, I could surmise that it is low. So could you tell me what's the GDP for the state of Montana? Well, I, the, the GDP for Montana? How much money does the state of Montana bring in? Oh, shit. With their, with, with their oil and their wind? Quite a bit. But you got to understand, Montana's GDP is wrapped up in their culture okay, they so, have a wilderness culture okay so so kind of like canada of, has a wilderness culture yeah, yeah so what part of that wealth and that money that montana um generates what part of that do you surmise that a black person from another state an outsider how much of that do you think they would have access to oh you can have access to anything trucking you can have access to um you're gonna have to deal with the climate and deal with their culture so so respectful to, to where you're going 
be yeah. respectful to where you're going with this. My my point is when you're complaining about black folks, you need to move to where you're comfortable. When you're talking about the money, what you got to understand, sir, I, even, even if I go live in, uh, I, I used to live in Romania. When I live in Romania, I got to deal with their culture and their way of doing things. So okay, we got to wrap it up. My phone about to die. And okay, then well, you always coming up here with a yeah decision. at the end. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. Go but, ahead. But, but yeah, here's the here's the thing. As far as um complaining and leaving, I'm of the mind of I'm gonna call out derelict uh, breeder bitches every chance I get, and I'm gonna call out derelict men at the same time, and I'm gonna tell them motherfuckers, you move, you get nowhere. I'm going to stay in the blackest city that I can, and I'm going to put as much pressure on these derelicts as I possibly can until I grind them like weed in a pestle, until they move. I'm so sure, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure Massa on the plantation would be proud. I'm sure Massa would be proud. Oh, now that was a dig. It doesn't matter to me. I'm a chief. Well. So I well, well, because, because you're talking about poisoning the community with your words. You're not trying to do nothing productive. You're trying to you're talking about trying to hurt people with your words and only your people. Go to go go okay. to the Jewish people and tell them all the wrong they do. Charity, go to the Latin people. You're not going to do that. You don't have the courage sir. to do that. Charity starts at home, sir. Black Charity women. starts at home, sir. <laughs> Jesus you, Christ. You, you sweep, you, you clean your house up before you go sweeping around somebody else's front porch. And furthermore, I do have a prime example where shame does work. On my father's side of the family, my father's from the Caribbean, and they utilize shame on, on my own family members to shame them back into a productive mindset and a productive role. If one of my family members on my father's side starts engaging in derelict behavior, his own aunties, his own mother, his own sister, his own father will use shaming language, language to get him back on the beaten path. It may seem harsh, but I don't care. They need to hear it. I, I, I respect your logic. Nothing personal, brother. I, I, bow, to, I bow to you in peace. So I just disagree with the uh, system in which you approach it, but it is your version of truth. So thank you, ladies, and thank you, brother. Thank you, Mr. Research. Thank you, Mr. Research. Benjamin. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this, this dude right here. Girl, he's like oh, the, he the problem child. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you. So I must have caught Benjamin on somebody's panel, honey. Mm -hmm. Benjamin is funny as hell. Do you hear me? I Benjamin believe it. Shit. But Benjamin is problematic, honey. He's like a troll. He's a, he's a bit no, of a troll. No, I'm not. I'm the, I'm the yeah, truth. Yeah, because you, yeah, I bring but the you, truth you antagonize. <laughs> listen, 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 concrete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm the truth. I'm the truth. I ain't never even lied. Oh gosh, Here I probably go. even tried. You know how niggas I mean? say trust him, and you know you can't trust me. Yeah, basically. I can probably fly. But I ain't, I ain't even tried. You know? Oh my gosh. Me too, Benjamin. But when I tell people I can fly, nobody ever believes me until I start. <laughs> right. You know me and my baby and shit. <laughs> Wait, you know, I'm, I just try to get to the bottom of it and then a lot of people like to push back and get emotional mm -hmm. and start talking around in circles and I make sure I keep people on the topic of discussion well we appreciate but, you know, your support because you always come through and you always make it interesting so thank you and shout out to you for your cash app Benjamin I think that was the only one we got tonight thanks for the love Benjamin 
Thank you for hey, You know what I'm gonna call you know what I'm gonna call y'all? I'm gonna call y'all Tango and Cash, the good cop bad. Oh, oh that is God. not intentional. Here you go with that. Oh. We've already gotten a name for that. Like, I think that's just our personalities. Yeah, because I think right, let's know what Thank they you, call Benjamin. It. Like, damn it, I'm not a cop. Oh my gosh. Good cop, bad cop. I wonder who who's the good cop and who's the bad cop. Girl, you know I'm the good cop. No, you the bad cop. You, know, you I think that they take it that way, but you're definitely the bad. You are far more spicy than I could ever be. So you're really the bad cop. It's just that we talk about a lot of like issues that are specific to race. And I have a very strong stance on, you know, race issues. So that's why it seems like I'm the bad cop, but in real life, you the bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much to everybody who joined and everybody who listened in we appreciate you all support definitely good show and as always we will be back on Sunday yay thank you guys thank you to everybody who joined the panel thank you for the returning people and thank you for everybody who stopped by we really appreciate you guys we will see you back here on Sunday you guys have a great rest of the week. Talk to y'all soon.